Welcome to the show, everyone. And who do we have here? Another special guest. Dom, other known as Dominic Torino. <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of messed up this uh, intro before, man. It was a lot more. It was a lot more funnier when I said it earlier, man. But it's all about family, right? Is that what he says? Yeah, it's all about family. Family, right? I don't know. I feel like it should so, be so Dominic tank here. He's my feeder to say that. He's he's an Irish man, but he definitely looks more Italian than Irish. I don't know what's going on with this I'm guy. I'm 50-50, dude. 50-50. 50-50. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. 50-50. Yeah. Mother's maiden name is Esposito. Forget oh, that. Hey. That's a real Italian name there for you. So, uh, Dominic here, he is, uh, he's another one that made it to the finish line. He is, uh, we want to say thriving and surviving after that, but he joined a whole nother rat race. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so wish Dominic all the best in his life here uh, on our other stuff man and his future endeavors and everything so he actually came up all the way from Texas good old Texas man the heartland right the heartland is that what they call uh, it no maybe more like the panhandle yeah. panhandle yeah west Texas west closer Texas. to New oh. Mexico yeah. oh New Mexico yeah Closer to New Mexico. I got you. I got you. So West Texas. Is there like a is there like a rival East versus West over there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, but I mean, um, it's really amongst themselves. But I'm not too privy to it because being a Yankee, they just don't like. Yeah, man. You're, yeah. you're a transplanter. Yeah, exactly. You're fucking so transplanter there. I'm so. only one step up from anybody that comes from California. Like they hate everyone who comes from California. And they hate and everyone from the East Coast. Yeah. Uh, I got you, man. All right, so let's let's get into some some uh, some doozy of questions here. Uh, we'll go with the famous one back in the day. We're gonna start with uh, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? You know, listening to your podcast, I've always it's funny. Um, I've said this to you before, but yeah, I just yeah. real quick. Mm-hmm. I heard a thing, a quote, a long time ago: "Is you've never known what it's like to be a ghost mm-hmm. until you've listened to someone else's podcast." Yeah, you were talking about yeah. this, man. Because you listen to a podcast and you like you're yelling at your radio or stuff. phone or whatever, you're you're making mm-hmm. a comment. So when I've listened to the podcast before and you've asked people this, I've always I've every time I say to myself, I'm like, Okay, superpower. Does that mean I get to replicate a specific superhero or do I have to narrow it down to just one superpower? Because I'm a comic book geek. Like I'll admit that. I've always had oh, yeah. been, still am. Good, so good. there's plenty of heroes that I, or anti-heroes or villains that I could say, yes, I want their exact powers. Or do I have to just pick one? Well, it's your show, man. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it up to you. You can pick any superpower you want, all the superpowers you want in the world, whatever you want to do, man. Let's let's throw, so let's throw it out there. He is not in any way, shape, or form my favorite superhero. Not in any way, shape, or form. Like so this guy, you're like picking Marvel. It's the Punisher. Obviously, okay. you know. I gotcha. DC, it's Batman. That's what it's always been for me. Okay, those so, are my those are my top tier for Marvel and DC. But okay, okay. so this guy I'm going to tell you is not my favorite superhero in any way, shape, or form. But he encapsulates all the powers that I want. So it would be Superman. Yeah. And here's why. Because I told you I'm a comic book geek, and I don't care. This makes me look childish. It is what it is. I don't care. All right, come on. 
there's a great episode of the Justice League animated series where they're fighting um, Darkseid. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. just whooping up on the Justice oh, League. Yeah. And Batman gets like thrown across the room and Darkseid walks away from him and Batman jumps on his back and tries to put him to sleep real quick. And Darkseid's like, what are you doing? Yeah, he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> he's like, really? And he like kind of throws him off and oh, tosses man. him across the room and Superman sees it. And um, Darkseid goes like, you know, like I said, he's like, really? Is this for real? And Superman goes like, that's what you don't understand about my teammates. It's like, he will fight until his dying breath. Oh, yeah. And this is where it gets good. Superman says, every day I feel like I live in a world made of cardboard. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to be careful of what I do and how I release my powers. Yeah. He goes, but this is a rare opportunity where I can let loose because you can take it, can't you, big boy? And he proceeds to just unleash on dark side like he just (laughs) annihilates him and it's like that's what people don't realize is like superman has everything you know speed of sound flight and uh you know the the heat vision and the super strength so that just i would i would just he has it all you know like why would i just narrow myself down to just one power like you know the whole of strength or Batman, you know, all the money and all the martial arts skills. Like, no, I want, I want the whole package. Like, uh, yeah, I'm man. selfish. I want it all. I want it all. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's what, that's what I would sign up for. It does. That's definitely makes sense, man. Definitely a big superhero geek as well. Oh yeah. Or we like comic books and everything. So it's very interesting as you picked the Punisher mm-hmm. and you picked Batman, which are both humans, mm-hmm. just at the highest level of athleticism as well as, you know. Batman's a billionaire and gadgets and all this other stuff. Right. Punisher is just a, a simple man and his family was tragically lost. And yeah, with the for training vengeance. of being a, you know, special forces Marine, a Marsoc, you know. All right. Everything that he got in that training, if you go back to the original story, in Vietnam. Well, so, yeah, yeah, he was. Know, so he has that knowledge as well absolutely. that he's honed over the years. Yeah. All right. So sticking with that, what's the best Batman movie? Okay. You could you could pick two. You could pick two. Um we'll go with the first line, first one. Um with Michael Keaton. Uh with Michael Keaton, yeah. The yes. original, because okay. that's when Batman became serious again. Yes, Batman um, Dark, all that other stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. where like Tim Burton gotcha. brought it back to what it was supposed to be, like literally yeah. the dark night. And Keaton, he represented that. Um, because prior to that in the sixties, like I don't even recognize the Adam West Batman. Like that's not my Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I guess maybe even, you know, maybe second or related to that is any of the animated Batman movies with Kevin Conroy. Okay. Because like that holds a special place in my heart because the Batman the animated series would come on in the afternoons after school. After school. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, not going into any gory detail to not hurt anyone's feelings, but like I kind of grew up in a uh, a chaotic, emotional Italian Catholic household. Yeah, you know, yeah, there was a lot gotcha. of chaos. And 
that when that Batman would come on, like that was a small uh thirty minute part of my life where An escape. Yeah, exactly. There were there was just you know, and um you know, I was raised by a single mother, so there was like that that father figure aspect, yeah. you know, and it was just again, it was dark. Like people don't know, like anybody who's you know our age who's watched that cartoon, oh, yeah, absolutely, all of that was drawn on black paper. So any light colors that you see were added. Like every, I didn't know every that. scene of that cartoon was drawn on black paper. So that Man. was like again, it brought it back to the dark night, the the grittiness, and the the you know, and it and it encapsulated everything. And uh, so and Kevin Conroy, like that voice, <laughs> um, yeah, he was my Batman. So any animated Batman the animated series cartoon, like movie, because there's like Mask of the Phantasm and there's there's other yeah, ones like you so know, the Justice League movies, killing like, the Killing Joke, yeah, and all that yeah. Stuff. And again, they're animated, but and people don't watch them because they're like, well, they're cartoons. Like I'm not gonna watch it straight to DVD or you know nowadays straight to video on demand or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, if it's not in the theaters or it's not Christian Bale or if it's not Ben Affleck, oh, yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. they think it doesn't count. But like the the script writing on those is. It's it's intense. So again, it that holds a special place in my heart as a kid. Like, um, quick story: Kevin Conroy, um, he he grew up as a theater actor in New York. So on nine eleven, he went down and was feeding uh, first responders and guys that were on Ground Zero, and uh, he was at a cafeteria. He was feeding them, and one guy, um, like a firefighter, I think it was, or something. He's like serving him, and he goes wait a minute. He goes, you're Batman. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I might mess this up, but I think Kevin Conroy did like the thing too. And he was like, I am vengeance. I am the night. And the yeah, guy yeah. goes, yo, we got Batman feeding our food. And the whole place oh, yeah, like, went crazy. So cool. You know what I mean? So like Kevin Conroy was, he was, he's special, man. He's really special. So anything that he involved in him, like that would be my Batman. Nice. Good stuff. Uh, Let's see here. Let's get into this next question here, man. Let's see. If people come with a warning label, <laughs> what would yours say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. See, this is the part with the ghost. Like, anybody who's going to listen to this, they're going to be like, Oh, man. This well, is what his warning what, label would what's say. What's great is, though, is you guys out there, mm-hmm. you no. can write it in the comments below. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What do you think Dominic's warning label would say? I can't wait to see that. That's going to be oh, good. Don't man. hold back either. Great. You can't hurt my feelings. I'm retired now. There's nothing you can oh, say exactly. that hurt my feelings. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What would my warning label say? Wow. Beware of insult. No. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, there's like a million things running through, but I'm trying to pick the best one. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Like, I don't want to give you multiples. I just want to give you one. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh my god! I should ask this question to people around you. Is what I should do. Yeah, but like I said, they're gonna they're gonna post in the comments. Oh, I yeah, know one yeah, person in particular <coughs> called Amber who's gonna put multiple comments. <laughs> She's That's good. Multiple I can't answers. wait. It's gonna be awesome. I'm I'm feet I'm like leaning towards um. Uh, handle with care, and that's not fragile-y. so much like, huh? Because you're fragile, or you're about to explode. More like that. More like yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
warning. Yeah, warning, handle care, keep away from open explosive. flame. Yeah, explosive when material dropped. inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, not so much like, oh, he's gentle, like don't hurt him. It's more like, you know, uh, be careful opening that box. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was That's also kind of like leaning towards um, break glass in case of emergency. <laughs> Yeah, that's a uh, good one too. Yeah, I would put handle with care because I'm damaged goods, man. Like, just yeah. a whole amalgamation of messed up stuff. So, yeah, we're all yeah. damaged goods, man. But we're making it. We are making it. Um, all right, all right. Let's 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 get this going. All right, if you could pick Uh-oh, up any skill mean? instantly, what would it be? No, it's still gonna be the same thing. What was the question? I said, if you could pick up any skill instantly. Oh, carpentry, 100%. Carpentry? Yeah. Like, my mother's father, my grandfather growing up, he could do anything with wood. Like, that man could just see something and just make it. Like, he would make his own rifle buttstocks. He made, I mean, he built my aunt's house onto his house. Like, um, just straight up. And... I'm, I've always been jealous of anyone that can work with wood and create something like that. Like when people, when you see a house being built, yeah. you know, like that to me is impressive because mm-hmm. you are number one, like I am horrible at math. Like it's two different sides of the brain. I'm pretty good with the, the King's English and history and art as far as like math and stuff like that. Like yeah. I absolutely suck. I don't know math. So not only having the ability to like measure and read a <laughs> tape measure <laughs> and being able to like make accurate cuts and, you know, and, and just the vision being able to see mm-hmm. what you want to create, you know, yeah. out of wood. Um, like, I don't want to talk out of turn and speak about anybody who's not here, but I don't think it's like a secret, but like Paul, like he built like a log cabin once, you know, oh, he ended up I'm going to have to talk about, I'm going to have like, to talk to Paul about this because like, yeah, well, I know he he goes up hunting. I think he goes mm-hmm. to Maine or Vermont, one of those two. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure. He does like down south, and he does like up north. Like yeah. Um, I was gonna say, uh, I did see uh, quite a few quite a few places where they can actually make log cabins. Yeah, and that's something that. I, but I mean, he like made his from like. Yeah. I don't know. If you know what exactly the process was, but just to be the ability to do that, or even like that plyo box that you have right there, like oh, yeah, the yeah. box jump, like to be able to get the cuts right and do the dovetail, yeah, make, make all that stuff. Yeah, and so yeah. carpentry, one hundred percent, and the math that goes with it. So but I, I think maybe it's not necessarily the skill of carpentry, but the envision, mm-hmm. the envision of it, looking yeah. at a piece of, I guess, wood or a tree or something, and like envisioning where it's going to go or what it's going to do. Just having that creativity, I think that might be a part of it. Yeah, because I can be creative in a, in a totally different, way. different realm. Yeah. But I don't see the world in a creative in that, picture yes. like yep. like certain artists do. I think mm-hmm. carpenters and mm-hmm. artists have that in common. Yeah, where absolutely. Where they see, like, you know, like a graffiti artist. Like, they mm-hmm. see something and they're like, they see oh, a wall and they can create like this. fucking paint it. Yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Like, I just saw a post on Instagram today. It was a... Uh, old um uh soviet uh bomb shelter or something like okay. that it was like dome shaped and someone turned it into r2d2 like an artist painted it and turned it into r2d2 i'm that's like so funny, see man. that's genius like i would just see that and be like all the moss growing on it and be like oh that's cool that's gonna you know, be a yeah that's it this guy's like yeah well, hold, hold my beer watch this 
So, yeah, I think that's that's impressive, being able to do that and see the world in that view. Like my son is that way. He can he's he has taught himself to play the piano. He's taught himself to play yeah. the guitar. He's he can draw. Um, he sees the world in, in that kind of view, and that's um, mm-hmm. that's impressive. Yeah, man. Come on, get up in there and slurp slurp that coffee. Want to hear that? I'm really trying to be respectful of everyone. Cindy, Cindy wants to hear yeah. them slurping. Let's get into the next one here. All right. Uh, if you could have any celebrity be your best friend, who would you pick? Mm. Celebrity best friend. Wow. Um, yeah, celebrity best friend. And you know, I've never. That's never even crossed my mind because, like, I enjoy. Well, who do you, who do you think is a celebrity? See, so me. I oh, would prob- you know what? Go ahead, Jocko. All right, I think Jocko's Jocko. a celebrity now. Okay. Yeah. I would love for Jocko to be my best okay. friend. Okay. Yeah. So, long story short, Dom over here, he turns me on to Jocko. Mm. He's like, hey, man, here's a book. Read the book. Here's a podcast. Uh, Jocko was on Tim Ferriss, and he was also on Joe Rogan, where I think you first heard him, right? Was He was on the Joe Rogan one. No, he was on Ferris. Then Bucket, uh, then Rogan right after that. Yeah, he was he was touring so which, his book. Which was the first one that you heard? Tim Ferriss, because I used to listen to Tim Ferriss all the time. I used to, and I didn't start yeah. to listen to Rogan until after Jocko was on there. Gotcha. This was back in 2015. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, Joe Rogan's the godfather of podcasts. Yeah. Well, I mean, when Jocko came yeah. out, yeah, yeah, I shouldn't say so. came out when Jocko came on the scene. Yeah, and you knew yeah. this for a while, man. You told me about this, and then. Mm-hmm. I listened to both of those all on board, bought bought the books. Then at that time, like when I listened to it, like he had already started his podcast. Mm-hmm. So I started listening to all those. It was a three-hour podcast. Um, I told Eric about it. Yeah, Boy, Eric, Eric got mad at me. He was so fucking mad. Because I didn't so tell mad him. you didn't tell him. I had to tell him. So mad. And he was Eric, like, why did you keep this from me? I was like, well, it wasn't on purpose. Well, I can't. I'm trying to keep trying to keep getting Eric on here. He, the most fittest grandpa in the world that I know, <laughs> and, and that I know. Yes, yep. And if he does listen to, it, I'm sure he will listen to this because you're on. He there. probably will. But yeah, I would agree. He's the most fittest, the most grandpa, fittest that grandpa that we know. That, that we personally I know. know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, CrossFit instructor. He's helped me out. Uh, you know, diet, nutrition, all that stuff. So. He is an amazing human being. I love him. He is, man. I love that dude. Yeah, and he would be very angry here. So. Well, I would like to have him on the show, man. I'm trying to get him on the show. Yeah, but you gotta understand, like it's delicate. I understand where he's at and his position, position and yeah, all this other yeah. stuff. You know, it all happens, right. man. It's okay. You know, one day. One I don't day. know. Maybe he'll come on wearing a mask. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. <laughs> he wants. I'll, I'll blur his face out. I'll alter his voice. I could do that with these mics. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait until I have your your voice is gonna be like a little girl's voice. Oh God. <laughs> Just give me like five minutes of my real voice and then you can alter it just so everybody yeah, knows. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, so I would say Jocko. You say Jocko. I would and second I w- it would be um a dude from uh who played American Sniper, um Bradley Cooper. He seems cool. He seems down to earth. He's from our area. Texas. Really like the no, the Philadelphia area. Oh, Philadelphia. Yeah, he was really? he's like a Philadelphia guy. Hmm. Um his mom's got a place in Brigantine. 
Hmm. Um, he seems like down to earth. He seems cool to hang with. Like, gotcha. You know, so um, yeah, so, someone like that. So, I would probably pick Joe Rogan or uh, Dave Chappelle because you figure like you'd have a a comedian would make you laugh all the time, but he'd probably just make jokes of me. Dave Chappelle, I think, would make jokes of you. Rogan, I think, would be a fun hang. Yeah, yeah. just to hang out yeah. with. I would just like to hang out with this guy. Yeah, where I think Chappelle would just be. I think Chappelle's at the He'd point in his life where he's just time. like, yeah, he would just make fun of you like all the time. Mm. So that might get old quick, but I think Rogan would be a better yeah. hang. I don't know. Better, be a better friend with. Look at that guy. All right, so it's twenty twenty three, man. I want to know your stance on aliens. Oh, well. Do you do you believe in aliens? Yeah, I mean, it's stupid to think. First of all, people don't understand how large space is. Have you been in space? Unfortunately not. Me neither, man. So badass. we don't even know. But, I mean, right. you can well, see. For, for instance. Okay, go ahead. When you look at the moon, mm-hmm. you're looking at it five minutes ago yeah like you're not looking at an active you know that's how that's how light speed works and people don't understand that like recently the james webb telescope saw was able to see the big bang Mm -hmm. which means the creation of the universe and people are like well wait what like that already happened like how does that work and that means because like light speed like it hasn't caught up to us yet so we're like looking at something that happened already happened right so when you look at the moon you're not looking at it in present time you're looking at it five minutes in the past um another thing is there are more stars in our known galaxy not all the galaxies just the milky way than there are grains of sand on this planet mm-hmm. yeah not beaches sand grains individual grains of sand so are there yeah. more stars in our known galaxy than there are grains of sand on this planet so think about that for a second and stars when we say stars stars are pretty much suns yeah right. it's a sun. they're mini suns sun. right some are big some are small some die some get bigger some get larger like you know our sun is a star that luckily hasn't exploded yet and hopefully won't for a very long time um, so with that said, you know, and there are, and that's just our galaxy. Like there are yeah. tons of galaxies. So I don't necessarily think that aliens are what we've portrayed them in TV and movies. Like, you know, the bald head, green, gray, skinny bodied, whatever. Like if anything, it's more likely there are different timelines. So to okay. think in the exhaustive nature of space that we are the only planet with the only living beings on it is just stupid like be very ego yeah i heard another astrophysicist explain like to to say that um we've discovered the majority of space is like taking a glass like taking this cup or taking your glass Mm -hmm. dipping it in the ocean okay and then putting it down and going yep there's no fish in the ocean like that's as much as we've seen. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah and not only good. that, but there was another um, professor I heard one time, and this this kind of doesn't relate to space, but it kind of relates to just uh, 
um, not necessarily humanity, but just like the creatures evolving, right? Yeah. So you take a roll of toilet paper, take your average roll of toilet paper, it's pretty big, right? Mm-hmm. Open it up and roll it out all the yeah. way. Like you're going to cover, I don't know. Maybe know, 100 yards. Maybe. We'll maybe. I mean, if it's a good roll from like BJ's or Sam's Club or something like that, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But it's going to be pretty damn long, right? Yeah. Okay. So you go to the beginning. The beginning of that roll is like the beginning of this planet existing. The time, right? yeah. Okay. And then at the end of that roll, mm-hmm. like, so go all the way. So the so you have like existence of this planet, you know, mm-hmm. time-wise. So you have everything, the, you know, amoebas and, uh, you know, fish climbing out of water and, you know, dinosaurs and the ice age and whatever, blah, blah, blah. You go all the way to the end of that roll. Go two inches in, like two inches maybe, make a mark, and that's how much impact humanity, human beings, have had on this planet. Meaning like the first upright apes to use tools and to grunt to each other. And that's, you know, like, so just just keep that in mind. Like how old this planet is, how long it's been in existence, and how much of a less of an impact that human beings have had on it than everybody thinks we do. Like, I don't want to go into the whole climate denying thing, but like everyone's like, you know, oh, we're we're destroying the planet. Like, no, we're not even not even close. This planet has survived so much more and will continue to survive so much more and can really put up like other better things that we can do. Yeah, like don't throw your trash on the ground. Like that's simple. Yeah. Like, don't pollute the oceans, whatever, whatever. But we're not going to destroy this planet. Like, if anything, it will fix itself and be like, okay. It's going to take over. You pests are getting on my nerves. Oh, that's and I'm exact- going to find so, a way to, to fix you. So yeah. to go back to your original question, that's just that's just the Milky Way. That's just Earth on the Milky Way. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. there are so many other galaxies. So to... to be naive and say that there is another life out there. And again, I think it's also like kind of like a timeline thing. Like there might be other earths in another timeline, like, you know, time and multiverses, multiverses. Yes. Multiverses. Right. Which I, everyone's like, Oh, we're just getting that from Marvel. Like, no, like where do you think Marvel got it from? Yeah. It's been an an idea for a long time. You know, they didn't hate the idea of a multiverse. Absolutely. So, but as there's quite a few things as you were saying, so I pick up the aliens thing because that's the hottest topic now in the news and everything. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that the United States government, in a way, is like admitting, like, yeah, there's aliens and we have alien spacecraft. Well, now I, I don't believe anything you guys are saying. Like, no, I don't that's believe, just a distraction. I don't what the government says. <laughs> no one. Who, yeah. Who like, believes the government? Let me let me see. Like for the longest time, you denied it, and also like, oh, it's just in the United States. Like aliens are just. They only care about these 50 clumps of land. Like, oh, yeah, man. Come on, dude. Whatever. Because so, we're so amazing. Yeah. Like, whatever you may have or whatever you have created, like, you know, stop it. But So, anything that they're admitting, like, the big meme joke out there is, like, the United States um, admits that there's aliens. No one cares. The Eagles bring back the Kelly Green jersey, and everyone's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's so funny. Um. But uh, a couple things, as you were saying. So I just saw something recently as they were talking about, like the um, the astro, or I'm sorry, the meteor that killed the dinosaurs, mm. 
instead of that being a meteor, there was actually a spaceship that crash landed, and humans, humans came out of it, which is kind of interesting. Like it was like a crash. Where did you say this? Huh? Who said this? I don't know who said this, but oh, I saw, saw some I, somewhere I, yeah, online. This, 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 I saw something online. Like that's interesting. It, it, it's, it was something interesting for me to entertain it and kind of like talk about it a little bit. Like, so I'm gonna of, straight up say, yeah, that's fucking stupid. And I, know I don't that's believe stupid. it. <laughs> but it, it, it was like a but basically saying we're aliens and yes. we crashed onto this yeah. planet so long ago, and you know that's kind of like a Scientology thing. Um, yeah, I guess. But to to. To play around with that in an entertainment aspect, what would be funny about that is that if that were to be true, you think about it when, uh, you know, like you look at the, like the creation of the pyramids. There you go. That's another thing too. Stonehenge or the the Easter Islands, you know, like you look at these primitive cultures that didn't have modern tools and modern technology and, and you look at them and people still wonder to this day, like there's been a couple ideas like how they did it mm-hmm. oh, yeah, but yeah. um there's no definitive answer as to how those things are created so you look at it like okay well if this this species of this humanoid species lands on this planet with this mm-hmm. advanced technology and they build these cultures and cities and you know blah 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 and you know they end up killing the dinosaurs whatever and then but what would be interesting is like well why did we devolve like why did why have we become dumber over time and Oh, look, at us, look at us now. I think we are, as a human race, we are devolving. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, majority of people well, out I mean, there. That goes back to the culture that's saying, like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. hard times create strong men, strong men create easy times, easy times create hard men. Yeah. Which you can say men and women. And that's, where, whatever. that's where we're at now, almost. Yeah. Kind of like. Yeah. Um, um, who's that? Um, the uh, half Asian guy was on the podcast, uh, Mike something. He does the uh, field craft survival. Oh, yeah. yeah. He just put out a public plea for Jocko to run for president. He's like, that made me think of that because, you know, hard times create strong men, strong yeah, men, yeah. Yeah, whatever. That, that saying. He put out a public plea to Jocko to, to run for president, save the country. He's like, the country's in crisis. And he's like, get on board. He's like, spam Jocko. He's like, repost this. Um, God, I, I like something. I can't I think, his name. I, I think some people actually him. wrote his name on the last election. You know, on the ballot there. If things keep going the way they are, I might, I might as well. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can, yeah, I might also go. Oh man, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see like a Dan Crenshaw and a Tulsi Gabbard duo or something yeah, like that. Don't have either. That'd, that'd be pretty interesting. Since they were both on Jocko, like mm-hmm. all that stuff. I agree. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But we we will see, man. We shall see. Yeah. So aliens, yes, they exist. We just they haven't. Do you think the aliens are going to be hostile? Do you think they're going to be friendly? Do you think they're going to share technologies and all that stuff? The, the same way any species is. There's going to be brains. there's going to be some that are going to be hostile. There's going to be some that are going to be invitive. There's you know, I mean, it just could be like there could be a version out there where like. You and I are women, you know, like that could, that's alien. Like there could be an earth too, where, you know, you and I are doing a podcast about fucking cooking bacon brownies <laughs> or cookies or some shit. Like, you know, where it's like your name's Harley sure and my name's Dominique. 
Okay, Dominique. You know, so, uh, <laughs> Play that from now on, Dominique. Like, it could be something that simple. Or or it could be a completely different oddity that doesn't even look the same. You know, they could be just liquid form. But like gas or something. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what? But Interesting. Know. But to, to, be, to be naive and say, like, in this vast... I mean, shit, they could be under the sea. Like, we've discovered more of space than we have oh, yeah, our yeah. own ocean. Yeah. You know? Like, you can't even get to the bottom of the deepest, darkest depths of the ocean. Like, there could be a whole thing down there. So. Absolutely. I don't know. But I know it won't happen in my lifetime. Antarctica. Especially if I keep there, putting whiskey in my coffee. There's, there's another, <laughs> there's another, I guess, conspiracy theory about Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a, uh, I heard something recently that there is a, like a cave, uh, supposedly, uh, the military way back in the day, like flew through it. And there's like, you know, there's like a whole nother land in there and all this other stuff. Yeah. That's where captain America dropped off and something frozen for 75 years. And yeah. Something like that. <laughs> oh man. I mean, there's so many conspiracy theories and all that stuff about flat earth and other things and all this other crazy Flat shit. Earth is the one of the easiest conspiracy theories to ever overrun, like or out overrule or oh yeah, disprove, yeah. disprove. Excuse me, disprove. Yes. Like disprove. There's disprove. a great video out there of a flat earther like setting up a camera, and he literally in the process disproves flat, <laughs> flat Earth theory by doing that. So it's <laughs> dumb. All right, on to on to another thing think there will ever be a zombie apocalypse? Oh, I hope so. I <laughs> My man. God, I hope so. My man. I'm at the point now that I, I've even told the kids, like, there will be, I'm just going to murk, like, just regular people and just say they're a zombie, like, people I don't like or people that have things that I want. <laughs> you know, go. like, here, you have food, you have ammo, you have a car that works, you know, oh. whatever. Like, I don't like you. I've never liked you. Like, boom, you're a zombie. Like, who's going to who's gonna tell me otherwise? Like, it's a zombie apocalypse. It's every man for himself. <laughs> like, right, I'm not going to go full Negan and, like, you know, oh, with a oh, baseball bat with barbed wire. You know, I'll, I'll kind of, like, just keep to myself. I'm not ready to start a whole, I like, I don't think Negan started out community. like that. I think he, you know, progressed to that Yeah, level. but then you know he, was, he got, like, power hungry and he wanted this whole community around. I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want to lead it. Man, man. You might have your own look. community. Like, zombie apocalypse? Um... I don't know. Like you get in the right community down in Florida, and people are still doing bath salts. Like you got your own zombie apocalypse there. Like you never know. Well, supposedly they found a but, uh, a zombie gene in like like I don't know Antarctica. Well, you look like at that. the last show on HBO, uh, Last of Us. Like that is the closest possible theory to the mind being overrun because there is a fungus out yeah. there that will take over insects. Mm-hmm. And quote unquote zombify insects. Absolutely. You know, it will make these insects live a life as a host for this fungus. You yeah, know? any type could of that potentially parasite? parasite yeah, 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 parasitic fungus. Right? Could that potentially do the same thing to human beings? Like, well, maybe. Like, maybe we just haven't found it yet in the deepest, darkest depths of Brazil, or maybe there are some tribes out there in Brazil who have found it and who are, you know, keeping it hidden so that it doesn't take over but um yeah i don't know but i'm looking forward to it yeah (laughs) where would you go where would you go oh we already have this planned out like i would definitely go back 
straight up to love it. Like at school with the kids. Yep. Um, I'd run by the jail. I would uh, eliminate whoever I had to so that I could liberate as much munitions as possible. And um, uh, then uh, go right out to back to Lubbock because it's kind of like central nation wide. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. the nations that could potentially hit us with nukes, it's going to be coasts. So we're yeah. kind of like almost in the middle. So mm-hmm. will we eventually get some fallout? Yeah. Maybe. But yeah. we're close enough to like Oklahoma and we have cotton fields and we have cows and we have pigs and sustainability um, and all that stuff hmm? sustainability yeah yeah and also there's plenty of munitions out there because it's texas obviously and um actually you know this is gonna make me sound like a weird conspiracy theorist which i'm not i'm not a conspiracy theorist guy i'm not a point. prepper guy yeah i'm point. not like a, a uh um, you know, one of those like bunker guys, but when Russia started invading Ukraine, like I told Amber, I was like, okay, um, get the, uh, we got two like metal racks and put them in the garage. And I was like, just randomly make trips to Walmart and just start getting Chef Boyardee and canned vegetables and bottled water, like, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Because like, it's, it's going to get, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I really hope that we sustain ourselves as a nation. And again, I know this sounds conspiracy theorist and people are going to listen to this and go like, yeah, no, did he, did he go crazy like, when he retired? Like, like five fucking people listen to this. Yeah. Bro. And there's well, two of them in this four room. Four of them are going to be like, <laughs> two of this are in the room. <laughs> you got three other people that are out there. Yeah. But, um, no, nah, didn't you say you had somebody in like Ireland or something or Australia that listened or some, some crap? Uh, um, uh, let's see on the pod um on Spotify um yeah there was how many people I had on there I had a map of it people in uh, Ghana oh nice yeah okay. Africa so Africa yeah. I think South South America and Josh was like the whole world is chilling with Corona <laughs> I was like we're not there yet man we're not there yet I think Amsterdam well you could say chilling with Carl is worldwide that's an accurate right. statement. Yeah. I am worldwide. I'm on the worldwide yeah. web. Yeah, so you're worldwide. Yeah, so I don't think that it's going to be straight up like apocalypse, like you know. I think it's Terminator more like two, but anarchy. there's a, there's a great um, company out there that's like uh, expect to self rescue. Oh yeah, 100%. and that's what I where I'm coming from. Like family, friends, yeah, all like that stuff. I'm first. going to have to. Eliminate individuals in order to make my family survive, and I want to decrease yeah. that number. This is true. Just but at messed same, up. But at the same time, too, yeah. it, numbers are strong. That's right. another thing the too. Certain so you gotta, numbers. Yeah, yes. I'm going to be very picky. Like yes. I'm not just going to like let anybody into my circle. No, no, right. No. So as much as we can self-sustain as possible, I'm attempting to do that. And what was it? Was even the original question? How did we? Original question was about zombies. Yeah, yeah. Asking about okay, zombies, right. zombie apocalypse, yeah. all this stuff, and then mm-hmm. I asked you where yeah. would you go? You said back to Texas, Central. Yes. Uh, where would you, you have go? Agriculture, yeah. Yeah. all this stuff. Like I would um, take my kid. Like I'd pick up my kids and take my kids, and we go to Texas. Like, yeah, already knows it. So there was a Netflix series. I'm not sure if it's still on there, but I think it was the closest. I think the most raw, gritty. Um, experience of 
like the beginnings of a zombie apocalypse, and that was called Black Summer. Was it fictional or, or non-fictional? It was fictional. Oh. Fictional, non-fictional. Kinda I don't like think I've seen that. They didn't necessarily tell you when it actually, how it started. But we're getting a special guest coming. Yeah, go ahead, man. So do you want to put that up there? Up, up, up. What are you doing? Hopefully it doesn't fall. That's floor. definitely falling shortly. Okay. If I fart while I'm smoking. Oh, God. Don't <laughs> fart. <laughs> so, um, the show Black Summer, um, it was just raw and gritty just because, like, you would see random people, like, in chaotic mess, like, mm. uh, anarchy and all this stuff. And then you'd see random people meet up, and they were, like, helping each other. And then they were going for a little like a certain distance and then one would die or something like that and would just keep moving and all that other stuff. But um what was I saying? It was just to see like human nature what we would actually do um for survival and stuff. Like I like think somebody, that that ebbs and flows with the changes of society. I think if a zombie apocalypse happened you know, depending on the like the cultures, I think if a zombie apocalypse happened in the 1800s, I mm. think society would be able to adapt and survive better. I think if a zombie apocalypse happened in the early 1900s through the 1930s, they'd barely be able to survive. I think if the zombie apocalypse happened in the 40s through the 60s, society would be able to survive a lot better. Okay. I think if the zombie apocalypse happened in the 70s through the 80s, Mm-mm. they'd yeah. barely be able to survive and uh, I think you know maybe in the early 2000s it'd be better I mean look how we bounced back after 9-11 um, so I how think we, now how we truly bounce back well I mean we're still bouncing we rebuilt you know yeah, and we, we had and everything. millions of our young men and women step up and go yeah. defend the country which says something about you know, like you haven't had that since Pearl Harbor. So, but I think now, if it happened now, like, eh, like it'd be slim pickings. Like there wouldn't be much left afterwards. Too, you know, not like, too many people are patriotic right now. Not even that, but I just don't think many people would be able to survive. You know, they wouldn't know what to do with themselves. Like, you know, what are you gonna do when you don't have any electricity? Like, can you start a fire? Can you? Can you, yeah, can you start a fire? Can you read a map? You know, like, oh, can you get to from point A to point B? And that's the thing, like, back in the day, before we had smartphones and all that stuff, yeah. I would have to, I'd have an atlas map, and I would, mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I'm going to Virginia Beach, all right, let me plan this like route, the red and go this, crayon pencils, yeah, yeah man. like, you'd map it out, you're like, I'm going to take I this, and I that, and, you know, route this, and route that, and you'd be able to, like, find a way. I'd have to stop, and, and like, um, look at the map, and, like, all right, I just passed this, okay, I still got some more time. Yeah. Get on this marks. highway. Get there. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do when... Hold on a second. Can you sit still, please? I see you in my peripheral vision, and it's bothering me. Sit still. Don't move. Oh, yeah. I'm about to, about to put that right here. And you're going to be the third guest. <laughs> Anyway. Can you can you hear us okay? 
We actually have a surprise guest here. Oh, here we oh, go. We, oh, nope. man. Now, oh. Our fa- now our face is going to get all oh, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, um, what were we saying? Oh, so what are you going to do when you lose electricity? What are you going to do? Look, you keep looking, man. When <laughs> You're so distracted now. I know. AD, so electricity. ADHD. What are you going to do when there's no fuel depots? Like when the gas stations run out of fuel, but like when you stop at a Wawa, or you stop at a uh, Circle K, or you stop at a Flying J's, or you stop at a Love's, and there's no fuel there. Like, how are you going to like? Are you? Do you have extra fuel in your vehicle? Like, are you just gonna like like these company. movies romanticize these doomsday scenarios where people just jump in the car and they just drive, and you know they never run out of ammunition, and they never run out of fuel, they never run out of water, and they never run out of food. Like, that's that's the fantasy of it, man. Because right. like a lot of it would right. be boring. You're gonna be like ten hours walking down the road and you've only gained uh, well me and my buddies we did uh we did a 10 mile hike we did it in like three mm-hmm. hours so you could cover like that's three hours of walking you know what i'm saying you're gaining 10 miles right where where are you gonna make in 10 miles <laughs> yeah there's a lot you of people that don't <laughs> i get take I, into account i think work work is 20 something mile is it 20 something miles from here it's 20 something miles from here and I always plan. I'm like, man, if I ever something happened, no car, no nothing, like if I had to walk, I could make it here probably in 12 hours. I could make it home in 12 from hours. From Maze Landing. From, from Maze Landing. Mm-hmm. From work to here. It's mm-hmm. like 20 something miles. Mm-hmm. You know, 12, 12 hours, I will be home. And that's probably where it would be. Wherever I was at, because here I have resources, I have some stuff that'll get me by for. At least I, I could live comfortably for a couple weeks. I could really stretch everything for I would say a couple months, like if I'm really stretching. So that would that would be the main thing is what I have, my resources that I have. I keep building, I keep stocking, but those resources have to be keep being recycled. Well, yeah, that's the other yeah, thing. Like so you can't just water, get some stuff and and just let it sit. No, you know you like, have to. Expiration it has to be dates, recycled, right? Even though that expiration dates are, they're okay. Like I, I watched this one guy. He's like um, Steve, nineteen eighty nine, and he does like all these M- MRE things where he eats them. They're expired stuff. You know, have he you ever eaten them. an MRE? Yeah, they're interesting. They will, <sighs> they will test your guts. I can't remember. I can't remember which Keith, one that Keith. I, shout out to Keith Johnson. My man. He gave me some MREs back when I was in training, and I would eat them, like, just for fun. Yeah, um, right? I mean. They're yeah, rough. They're rough. But, I mean. They're interesting, yeah. It's it's sustainable. Oh, I mean, if you need it to survive, it's going to do the trick. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. If you're bored and you want to eat one for lunch because <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> you're not going to be shitting right for a week. Not so much, yeah. You're, you're going to be, be really stopped up. up, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's. Stuff that's well, always people got. don't take into consideration like how hard it is to walk a long distance. Like not only that walk, but with gear and stuff. So me and um, Tommy, Tommy Rivera, mm-hmm. we try to do this once a year. We go uh, to Basto, and there is the Mullica River Campground. That's mm-hmm. where I go camping. Yeah. So it's like a four mile hike in, and it's a four mile hike out. So whatever you're bringing with you, it's like sleeping bag, tent, seat, food. You know toiletries and stuff. You're pumping that in for four miles, man. And let me tell you, that sucks. Right? Yeah. You gotta have proper footwear. You gotta have proper socks. Yep. You know, you gotta take that into consideration. And then, mm-hmm. 
what you got to think about is like in a, you know, last minute doomsday, oh my God, we're under attack scenario. Like that's probably not happening. Not only that, like I'm not even counting for like weapons or ammo. Mm -hmm. That's why, like, I'm like, a hypocrite because I'm sitting here saying all this and I barely have any of that stuff ready. I'm just relying on, I'm just going to eliminate whoever does and then I'm going to take it from them, which is so messed up to say. Like, I don't want to have to do that. But if it comes between me and somebody I don't know, me and my kids so as much As much as I don't want to <clears> mention <throat> this person, but I will mention him because he did narrow it down in any type of scenario like that. Um, he said... You can have all the stuff, all the resources, all you want, man. The 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 person with the gun and the ammo is, you know, the one that's going to survive. Uh, who, I'll just take your that? shit. Because that's how I feel. <laughs> and you probably got this from him. Good old Brucey Bruce. Uh, no, I didn't get uh, it from him, but we just happen to be we happen to be on the same Bruce. wavelength. Yeah, uh, yeah, Bruce Almighty. Uh, <laughs> this guy. I don't want to talk about it, but anyway, okay. that's a shout out to that guy. No, I didn't get it from him, but we're on the same web, we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, there. Yeah. Oh man, but I think anyone in a in like a city scenario, like I watched a movie, um, World War Z with mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. That was mm-hmm. interesting. It was pretty, pretty fucking. Crazy. It had a great twist. Yes. Yeah. Spoiler now, alert for anybody who hasn't seen it. Don't say it. No, go ahead. Spoiler. I mean, that thing. How long's that movie running? I don't know, forever, man. But you got to remember, people are probably watching this episode 10 years from now. Oh, true. Because it's on the internet. You know, I don't care. The movie's been out long enough. The zombies would not attack anybody with a disease. Yeah. It basically comes down to that, which is a great twist. Like, that's a great twist of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was very interesting. Well, And the fact that it was like... Was it M. Night Shyamalan that did that? No, No. but that's something similar to what he He would would do. do. Yeah, which I I liked him... the majority of his stuff. Sometimes his stuff is much like I like two of his he's movies. Like, yeah, he's like you know inconsistent the one with in my opinion. But um, yeah, it was like something similar to that. And also they were the fast superpower can run really fast, climb stuff, zombies. Yeah, man. The I, other thing I liked about that is I don't know World War Z. I like I don't know if this is true or not, but how Israel adopted what was it the um the rule of seven or something like that. If yeah. it was like six ever since the uh, the uh, Holocaust. If six of them agree, one has to, uh, um, not defer, but uh, be uh, disagree, so that there's always a dissenting opinion. You remember that? Okay. Yeah, so like, yeah. so is Israel created a plan for a zombie apocalypse, whereas nobody else did. Everybody else thought it was like sci-fi and didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And he he ended up going to Israel, and that's where he ended up finding like the cure maybe or, or some, yeah, something some, what of a cure more information about it and all yeah that and the guy told him he's like we have the uh, I'm, go, I'm probably messing it up again this is where somebody listening is like they're a ghost they're yelling at me going it's the rule of 13 or whatever but it's that's okay. something they like can, the rule of 7 write it in the comments below man <laughs> that's that's the beauty of it but no one does I mean uh, Georgie Georgie uh, Barreto there he uh, he's pretty good with some of the comments but he hasn't written on a couple of them maybe he'll so. jump on this one Maybe, man. I'm trying to. I don't know. I got a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff planned. It's hard to get people on here. So, but you know, that's that's how that's how it is, man. It's not everyone's priority, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're shooting. Just got to look at it, like you know, a fun jam sesh. You know, hangout sesh. Whatever, man. 
I'm going to get in trouble if I don't apologize for scolding Amber for moving fast. Sorry, babe. There's the New Jersey salute for you. you. The true Texas woman there. (laughs) (laughs) Don't take no shit. She don't take no shit from her Yankee. She wasn't really bothering me that much. I was just messing around. I love you. You can move as much as you want. I know you're working. Yeah, she don't care, man. She can do whatever you want. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, we talked about zombies, zombie apocalypse. We talked about aliens, uh, natural disasters. Let's talk about that, man. What natural disaster would you would you think you would survive? Earthquake, yeah. tsunami. That's easy. Tsunami. Like, drought. where am I in a tsunami? Like, that's a difference. Like, where I'm located in New Jersey, closer to Philly, like it's gonna suck. But you'll well, survive. I'll survive a tsunami. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm down at the Ocean City Boardwalk or visiting Cape oh, May, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like man. you're screwed, you know. Or if I'm back home in Texas, like yeah. Or hey, sorry about that guy. <laughs> sorry about that East and West <laughs> well, Coast. Well, Texas, Texas would be more of like a drought. I mean, right, right? now it's a drought or a like, tornado. It's a hundred five tornado. I, listen, when they have tornadoes there, mm-hmm. like I, they, we have tor- tornado sirens in town. Like they test yeah. them on the regular. Now, are those or the sirens like the fire siren? Like we similar get them here? to that, yeah, similar. Like they don't have fire sirens there, like we do here. But they have these tornado yeah. sirens, and what they do is they all get their ladders and climb on the roof and go watch and see where it's at. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want to see where it's coming from. I'm in man. the bathroom with the mattress and the inside the tub, like cover myself <laughs> up, and they're all like, you know, like, hey, oh, let's go man. see what's going on. Um, oh, natural disaster. Like I've survived a hurricane. Yeah, we all, um, yeah we did Hurricane Sandy, right? I guess Hurricane no, Sandy. No, like even before that, like Hurricane we, Floyd. in the 80s we had one that was bad. Um, I think but that yeah, was, I guess yeah. Um, Superstorm, Sandy, you know, whatever. Um, and then the, the Duresho that we had, that was, you know, that kind of messed things up. But, gotcha. um, I don't know, Tsunami, like that kind of scares me because like you're pretty much screwed, man. Like, Forces like, of nature, you don't, you know, to like that is one thing I think about. Like to watch the ocean just go backwards, it just keep going, yeah, and man. building a wall. Like when you see, like there was recently an earthquake somewhere. I think it was near Hawaii, and they issued yeah. a tsunami warning. Like I see that on the news, and I'm like, oh, that's scary. Like, yeah, man. That's to crazy. watch that happen, to watch the water. Like it's one thing when it's low tide at the bay. It's another thing when the ocean is just receding and just keeps going backwards. It just builds this wall of water that will eventually break. Like, that's got to be scary. Um, Earthquake, I think, is fine. You know, just get in the doorway. Just wait for it to stop. You know, like, a lot of our structures here, like, if you're in an earthquake in the city, that's a different story. That's probably going to suck. Um, Drought. Yeah, I mean, that's easy enough. Like, you know, you, you can... Fires. Figure out a water, water source, you know, uh, or find somebody else with water. Um, you know, and droughts like come on slow, you know, like it's not like you wake up one day and then there's yeah. the next day it's a drought. Like it's not like you go to bed and the next day there's six feet of snow outside. Yeah. You can, you can figure that out. But um, I don't know. I don't really think there's a natural disaster I'd be too concerned with unless I was literally at the shore and there was a tsunami. Yeah, I I think I'd still be affected here. 
I'm pretty close. Yo, yeah, like I, you I, guys would get some residual flooding. Yeah, yeah definitely. I don't think you're further enough inland. No, 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 no not no. at all. Not yeah. at all. No. So, all right. Here's another question for you, man. Let's keep this. Let's keep this roll. This this ball rolling. If you were out in the wild, man, you ran across some type of animal. What would be the worst animal you would want to ever face in the wild? For me, for me, I said shark. But I'm going to up that to, uh, to um, a killer whale. Because uh, I'm already in the ocean. I'm already out of my element. I'm already fighting fatigue by swimming. Mm. Hyperthermia because of the weather, water. And now I got this killer, this this predator. Killer whales have recently been proven to be nefarious. Like they do shit on purpose. I watched I watched a video online to where this there was like this seal. I forget where it was, but it was like I wouldn't say like an iceberg, but something with ice and all that stuff. And it was just like sitting there, and you, it probably thought that it was safe because killer whales. Well, right. there was like these four killer whales, man, and they swam underneath this like ice drift or something like that and broke up the ice and they ate the seal. Yeah, and they play with their food too. Yeah. Freddie Freddie told me that killer whales, they will uh they will take they will bite you and drag you down to the depths and drown you. Mm. I'm going to say a bear because they are just so massive. Like sharks, like, yeah, I agree with you. You're already out of your element. You're in the water. Yeah. But just poke that motherfucker in the eye, punch him in the snout. Like, yeah, it's like you, it'll yeah. eventually give up. You might hey. get a chunk out of you. Maybe you'll bleed to death. Maybe not. But I think you could, you know, as long as it didn't sneak up on you and just rip your whole thigh off, like, you know, cut your carotid, like. I think you could punch that thing in the eye or the nose and it would, it would learn its lesson. But a bear, like, they're just so massive. And their no. hands are just, paws, they're just so huge. And they just don't care. Like, they eat everything. They eat each other. They eat, you know, omnivores. Like, they just don't care. Like, they eat everything. It, they're just, you know, it's so big. Like, you watch that... Um, Leonardo DiCaprio movie where it's supposed to be based on a true story where that guy survived that bear attack. <laughs> what was that movie called? Something like The Savage or The... Uh, Revenant. Not Revenant. Re- yeah, no. something like that. Revenant. It was like... Revenant, I think. Revenant? Yeah. Revenant. I think so. Something like that. Interesting. But uh, yeah, I would say bear. Yeah, because they're just so freaking big and they just don't care. And they can go from like, you can just get all big and scream and yell and they'll be scared and run away. Or they're just like, nope, not today. Like you're on, you're on the menu. Um, but it's funny you said you, you said that, and I just recently thought of a, a video I watched last night. Where like, who do you think the fastest animal alive is? Well, I'd have to either say uh, either a cheetah, maybe an ostrich, mm. or like emu or something like that, something small. It's actually the peregrine falcon. They oh, can falcon. get up to 240 miles an hour. They really? sit up top. 
storm and a you know like a mountain or, or whatever see what they want to hit and then start soaring and they get like an updraft yeah good. and then they just missile dive yeah. into what they want to kill at 240 miles an hour like just so you think about that like you know I'm like yeah. oh I don't want to come across a bear in the wild but mm. you know what if I get a peregrine falcon that's got a hair up its ass <laughs> <laughs> to dive bomb my head at 240 miles an hour like you know if that thing hits my skull at 240 miles an hour like we're you know we're probably both getting taken out like i'm i'm probably getting you know drain damaged you know or, or worse you know <laughs> or like just straight up be dead oh, i don't know man. you know if i'm wearing the wrong thing on my hat you know if i got a white feather stuck to my hat and that, that falcon's like oh that looks like a mouse or whatever i don't know but yeah, but if, uh, to answer your question, it'd be a bear. Like, I don't want to come across a bear. Like, you know, there's a, there's a great Instagram page, uh, uh, Torons of Yellowstone, like a play on okay. tourists and morons. Yeah. And people stop. Uh, um, well, that's another one, like bison. Oh, like yeah, bison buffalo, are, are practically blind. They're fucking huge. And so, you know, huge. any, like, sound that they hear around them, they freak out. Oh, yeah. You know, and you see in this page, like, post about, like, people being gored, you know, by a bison because they're going to want to get all, all close to it and, you know, interact with it and take pictures. And, like, you know, you don't understand, like, this thing's freaking out. Like, it's, you know, its only defense is to ram charge and, you know, use its horns or whatever. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's another one. But they actually know. say. Just don't be stupid. Just enjoy wildlife from afar. Like, you know, you don't need to be up in their shit. You know? People are stupid, though, man. So I guess that's natural selection. That's so what Yeah. Yeah. That's Mother Nature that's, weeding yeah. its way out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a reason why the slowest, weakest, you know, in the herd. <laughs> yeah. So two other two other things with the uh, with the animals there. Supposedly hippos. Hippos have killed more people yep. yeah. than any other animal out there. Yeah. Which oh. is why when you run across that rare video of the domesticated hippo that's walking around the house that's like oh it's our pet like you know hippos yeah they don't play around and i think i might be wrong but they do something similar to what alligators do like they clasp down on you and then they also spin you know and take you deep underwater yeah yeah but hippos don't play around either like yeah they'll, they'll eat whatever's in the water and Joe Rogan talked about like a like a chimp chimpanzee like rip oh, ripping your face off. They're yeah. gonna rip your face off. Like their and like muscles are jump like around steel. and like yeah. and like play with it and like put it on or something yes. like that. Yeah, some some <laughs> yeah. crazy or shit like that, man. He's he talks about how the certain types of apes like they will just they automatically go for your face, your hands, and your testicles or your, yeah, your private parts. Yeah. You know, depending on what sex you are. Yeah, they rip those three things off. And they can with their, their bare hands and their bare muscles, you know, like they, because they're so strong, like, you mm-hmm. know, they're, they're just solid muscle dudes. There's no fat on them. And people are like, oh, cute little monkeys. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Ripping your face off. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. No monkeys as pets. No monkeys as pets? No monkeys as pets. <laughs> All right. Let's change this up, man. If you could travel anywhere in the world. All expenses paid, where would you go and why? Oh, it's a toss-up between two places. I only get one. One for now, man, and we'll, we'll, we'll go with that after that. Can I do a coin flip? 
Can you flip a coin? You got a coin no, on not, you? No, not actively, but can I say that my decision would be based on a coin flip? Am I allowed to give two options? Because I'm really yeah, like... Go ahead. Well, it, it's so your show, man. We can talk as long as you want. It'd be a coin flip between Ireland and Italy because, number one, my heritage. Um, on both sides. You know, I'm Ulster. Irish means, means uh, Scotch-Irish and Italian. So I not only wanted to visit the places of both my ancestors and their culture uh, and enjoy that area. You know, they both are rich in history. I'm a huge, huge history buff. I love history. Um, you know, so they both are, are rich in historical culture and, um, you know, what they have to offer, um, Italian food, like to be able to actually eat, you know, actual like ancient grain pasta there and, and to experience Yeah, like real, that. real food. Like, yeah. so the food that we eat, uh, we eat here in America mm. is definitely not, I don't think it's real food. I think when we go to like Italy, yeah, like well, eat real Italian food. Yeah, there's there. a reason why people like celiac can can go there. You know, like my former um, bosses, it's a husband and wife at Abby Mays, the barbecue joint I worked at. Like their husband is uh, gluten free; he has celiac disease, so mm-hmm. everything on their menu is gluten free. Um, and uh, they went to Italy, and he was able to have some like the pasta there because it's 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 made differently with ancient grains and it's not real, uh, d- real not stuff processed. Yeah. With real we talked about stuff. this before when you're like something about bread. I remember mm-hmm. you talking about yeah. this and you're like, right. well, what, what makes bread? And then you look at the bread inside of a store and you're like, why, why yeah, are there it all just these be eggs, flour, salt? Like that's all it should be. Yeah. Right. Why, why is there all this like uh, ingredients and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Because right. well, all they the make eggs. it, they make it so stable. it lasts. shelf stable so it goes from wherever they bake it to there to the shelf and it lasts there not only that but afterwards right who knows how long like I've got a loaf of wheat bread that I maybe took two slices out of and I bought maybe four weeks ago still like I found out there's a trick to keep it in the fridge even though I'm getting old but like that shouldn't be the case like that's not how bread is supposed to work yeah but I mean you know so real real food and all that stuff like We'll call her. We'll call her the Ice Princess. If you know what I'm talking about, the Ice Princess, uh, the Russian. You know, she would talk about like oh, like the Russian, the Russian. Okay, okay, like yeah, the yeah, Russian, yeah, yeah, yeah the right. Russian. Yeah. Um, back in the day, she would talk about like the blueberries and the fruit. Like, like they don't last long. Like real fruit mm-hmm. doesn't really last long. And back in the day, you know, where I grew up, we had like a cherry tree and all that stuff. So yeah. like, the, like the real fruit. Doesn't last long compared well, to it's, it's a, it's like a all the double-edged sword because, in one hand, you want like nowadays people want organic, natural, non-GMO, um, you know, non-mass-produced, you know, quality, grass-fed, grain-finished, you know, like they want all that in their food, you know. But then you got to think about like, there's a reason why the government went to that after the Great Depression. And after, you know, World War II, because they had a nation to, to feed. feed. They had a nation to rebuild. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they had to have, they went to scientists and said, find a way to mass produce food on a large scale so that we can feed these people and we can rebuild our nation mm-hmm. and we can, you know, have sustainability. So GMO really isn't 
that bad in, in the grand scheme of things. But now I would look at it as like, at least you have an option. Like if I got to make the kids, if I want to be lazy and I want to make the kids Sunday pasta with jarred sauce, you know, because when it sits in the pot all day long, it's what? Easy and convenient. No. I'm sorry. It's gravy. Okay. When it sits in the pot all day long on a Sunday, it's fucking gravy. Okay. All right. You know what I'm I saying? Got you. I got you. You hear what I'm saying? I know. I hear what you're saying. But if I want to be lazy and I just want to make them a quick bowl of, you know, pasta on a Sunday with jarred sauce, like, you know, I'm going to get the 99 cent, you know, Wegmans brand pasta, which is not ancient green, which is not bronze rolled, which has got, you know, plenty of, you know, gluten in it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the $1.99, you know, Wegmans sauce. And, you know, that's going to sustain them because, you know, you got to think about it. Like, not everybody has the budget you know, for, uh, to, to get, yeah. you know, the, the good stuff to get, you know, th- then again, what if I want to make it from scratch? What if I want to get my tomatoes, you know, my Jersey tomatoes, my organic Jersey tomatoes from the, the farm in Vineland. And I want to get the basil, you know, that's grown, you know, nearby in Hamilton or whatever. And I want to get, you know, the, 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 the pressed olive oil, you know, straight from like, you know, one of the best places in Italy. And I, or recently I started, I made my own pasta twice, which mm-hmm. was, was wow. awesome endeavor. Really, it was a lot of, it's a lot of work, but it's a yeah, lot of man. fun and the results are great. But that also entails you having to buy, you know, flour. Now, what kind of flour do you want to get? Do you want to get the bleached flour? Or do you want to get the, the organic stuff and then eggs? Like, do you want farm fresh, free range chicken eggs? You know, which I can, I can tell you, um, up until recently, Amber and I, we had our own chickens and, mm-hmm. you know, fresh chicken eggs are 10 times better than what you oh, yeah, absolutely. buy at the store. And, uh, you know, so then that cost adds up, you know, so if you have the ability to do that, you need to take advantage of it, but not everybody does. And so what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to only offer the expensive food to the nation so that the poor people die? No, that's why we, you know, people grew up on blocks of processed cheese and, you know, powdered milk and things like that. That's I mean, powdered milk. Like, think about it. Like, they took liquid milk out of a cow and found a way to process it and turned it into a powder so that you could then later on, add water when you it. wanted to, add water to it and turn yeah. it into a liquid again. Yeah. Like that's as unnatural as a natural can be, but that's how millions of citizens of this country survived so um it's like i said it's a double-edged sword like you know you Mm -hmm. can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. you can't just say hey listen if you can't afford natural foods then stugats you know shame on you good luck interesting man you said italy and ireland yeah so I flipped the coin. Wow. How did I get to that? You, all you did was ask me if I wanted to visit one country, what would be? And then like went on a whole GMO rant. <laughs> that's, that's how it goes, man. <laughs> we talked about that. We talked about food. And yeah. that's where it went, man. That's that's going down the rabbit hole on that. Those those so, Europeans. Here, maybe maybe one more question here. Maybe one more question. What, uh, that we're done? No, like, man, we ain't done yet. We need to start. I'm yeah. not done yet. It's like an hour, hour and 11 minutes. plenty man. of time. We got plenty of time. I got you. Do you need a pee pee break? No, I may need a reefer whiskey break, but I don't need a pee pee break. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay, um, let's uh, let's do a little break here, man. Let's do a little break. Like an actual break? 
Yeah, actual break. Okay. You want to keep going? We're going to keep going, man. That's up to you, need, dude. You're in charge. Need a little break. Okay. All right, hold on. All right. We'll be back. Welcome back for round two with Dom Torino here. <laughs> How are those Fast and Furious movies, man? Huh? Huh? I think I saw the first one back. Yeah, I, I think I saw like the first one. 16 or 17. That was it. My old, yeah, it had to be because my old uh, music teacher in high school compared me to Vin Diesel because back then I shaved my head and whatever. I guess See? because of sports. The name. And The Sopranos was out then, so I was probably walking around like, oh, hey, how you hey, doing? Yo. Oh, hey, yeah. He was like, I'm still oh, working on doing a Sopranos easy. episode with uh, your cousin over there. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We'll do that one day. We'll come back. One day, one day. With Biagio. Biagio. It will. Will from the Ville. <laughs> anyway, all right. Will from the Ville. Shout see. out to Will. Uh, would you rather win a million dollars or earn a million dollars? Earn. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have it either way, but I'd rather earn it. It would feel a lot better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you win it, like, why is that special? Like, anybody could do that. You're just another number. Like, yeah, true. You know, that, that could have been anybody. Um, but if I earned it, you know, actually, like, put work and effort into it and would feel better to spend it as well. Yeah. Would you, would you be real cautious spending it if you earned it compared to winning it and you just throw it? These days. Yes. Because I, I, I impulsively spend like I'm bad with that. Like if I fall into a decent amount of money, like I call it found money. Like I just go and get something stupid (laughs) that either, you're enjoying life is what it's called, man. It's called enjoying life. Yeah, and, and at the same time, while your debts aren't being paid and your, you know, ah. your whatever, your on, car man. payment lapses. With aliens know. around, with aliens around, who like, needs to pay? There was one time I won 500 on a scratch-off. This was a long time ago. I can't even tell you what I spent it on. I don't remember. Like the, You know, like, I don't know, I guess maybe, you know, five, like 500, depending on what, how you look at it. Like, if you get paid 500 a paycheck, that's not a lot of money. If you just do a scratch off ticket, you know, with a quarter, yeah, and man. you win five hundred, like, okay, yeah, wow, that's five hundred bucks. That's a lot of money. Like, I don't even know what I spent it on. Like, that's ridiculous because that's what I do with found money. So these days, the little bit that I've matured in my age, mm-hmm. um, I would cautiously, yes, spend yeah. that million dollars. I would make sure that it went to some fun stuff that I wanted. But uh, I would also make sure that it went to stuff that needed. Yeah, uh, it would need to go there as well. But I'd rather earn it. Interesting. So our question from your question, our from. third ghost guest. Okay. Amber Shea. Oh, we, we got a question here from our okay. from our guest. Our guest over there. You can't you can't so, see the lovely lady over there. PJs, right? What some people wear to bed. Pajamas. Pajamas. Right. Pajamas. Okay, so what's another short word for them? Pajamas. Like it's, you got PJs, you got pajamas, and or go put your third one blank on, like jammies, right? You jammies. not say jammies. Okay, jammies. Okay, jammies. So you got PJs, jammies, pajamas. 
Why don't we say pajamas? Pajamas? <laughs> or pajamas? Pajamas? I don't know, man. Why is it pajamas, but it's jammies? I don't know. Why I is it not jam- jammies? <laughs> I guess I think wherever you grew up, I think I think back in the day, No, man, because PJs it's the same way with her. Pajamas. Like, yeah, put your pajamas on. Yeah. We she to, says she pajamas. didn't grow up where we grew up. She says jammies. But okay. when she says the full word, she pajamas. says pajamas. So why don't we say pajamas? Oh, Pajam- pajamas, yeah, pajamas, 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 pajamas. But why don't we say jammies? That just sounds fucking weird. <laughs> pajamas or jammies? Jammies. I don't know. She gets me all the time on water. Like when I speak fast. Oh, when you say water? When I say it fast. Like normally I'm like, hey, may I have a glass of water, please? But if I'm talking fast, like, hey, go go over there and fill that pot full of water. She's like, well, what's water? Oh, I want to hear her say washing machine. No, no. (laughs) Like hopefully the microphone could pick up. Unmute yourself. Oh, it it, it could pick up there, but it it won't pick up here. She'll say say oil. Oil, Say foil. Fool? <laughs> calling you a damn fool. What do you do with water before you make pasta? What do you do with it? Boil? <laughs> Boil? Oh All right, gosh. thanks, babe. I love you. That's a, that's I definitely love you a and I love your woman. accent. Don't ever change. Definitely a southern woman there. Yeah. Anyway, so she that probably, was the, that probably was kick the third your ass party and question. Mine. Why don't we say... Pajamas. Pajam... Like, Pajamas. Jam, jammies, jammies. Oh, Why we got ridiculous. English language is. We got weird. ridiculous now. It's the English language has All been right. proven to be the, the hardest language to learn. So English anyway, language? what's your next question? Now that I have English. Enough. Back to the Chillin' with Carl podcast. This has been the Dominic Answer Question podcast. No man, I I I enjoy when people ask me questions. Man, it gets me to think. Yeah, it's it, a good it gives me a forth. break. Right, it gives me a break. But pajamas, I don't know, man. Pajamas, pajamas, water, water, oil. <laughs> She's gonna hate us. Uh, All right. Uh, What's on the top of your bucket list, and how are you? How will you make it happen? Come on, bucket list, baby. Bucket list. Survive. (laughs) That's number one. Well, you're doing that right now, man. You're surviving. You look Um, like you just got off the uh, show Survivor there. My man, I gotta give a shout out to my man. He lost a lot of weight. He lost a lot of stress <laughs> in his life <laughs> by by crossing the finish line at work. So go with that as well. We'll do that. Um, yeah, it is nice to be away you know, from uh, all that stuff. Alpha Charlie, Juliet, Foxtrot. But um, yeah, the weight loss was a, a side effect of uh, something else. But um, you know what? Yeah, we it's nice see. though. Yeah. It's nice to fit. I like wear medium shirts now. Like these jeans yeah, are 34, 32s, and I can slip them on without unbuttoning or unzipping them. Like at my max, I was like forty okay, eights. Okay. What kind of jeans you got on now, man? Uh, the retro Wranglers that I got in Texas. Like they have like the W on the why, back pockets. Why? Why are you not supporting Origin? Because I can afford it. For like a hundred <sighs> bucks a pair. I do have a pair of Origin, but I, I don't fit in them anymore. They swim on me. And I'm gonna give them to my brother. Two pairs, man. Yeah. Well, when I Love when I earn Love my million dollars and I go to spend it, then I will most definitely earn your million dollars. Yeah. 
but these are these are retro Wranglers from Academy Sports. Shout out to Academy if we had one up here. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. 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 Questions picked up here. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me let me, let me get into this. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. What is your favorite holiday movie? Oh, um, come on, man! It's a Wonderful Life. I watch oh. it every single year. I try to watch watch it on Christmas Eve every year. I can recite that movie almost verbatim from start to finish. Um. I just watched that recently. Recently. Really? Re- rewatched it, I would say. I like watched it way... Recent, this past Christmas or recently, like, recently, <sighs> like, Christmas in July recently? I can't remember where I was at and when. I, I can't remember. It is a... It was on... I was here. I was here. I was definitely here. I remember watching it here. Maybe this past Christmas. I I can't remember which yeah, well normally like streaming NBC app it was on. Or CBS or whatever the, you know they play it every Christmas. But I have it on on demand. I have it on DVD. Probably had it on VHS back in the day. But that is my all time favorite. Like Christmas is probably my favorite holiday, um, just because of memories like growing yeah. up. Okay. Um, you know, with my family all being together, you know, which you know, same yeah. stuff everybody does, but you know, I gotcha. that, but then as I got older, like St. Patrick's Day started to really compete for my favorite holiday. You alcoholic, um, you. No, see, I don't go crazy plastic patty with St. Patrick's Day. I don't put on the, you know, do the green the beer. Kilt. And the, put on know, the, the kilt with no underwear necklace. on. Like, yeah, like actually... Amber, this past St. Patrick's Day, surprised me. I, you know, she woke me up and she said, "Come on, get dressed. We're going to um, San Antonio, okay. which for Yankees is known in San Antonio, San Antonio Texas." And what we drove Ash- to San Antonio. Who, who are they playing? Astros. No, like the like the city. Oh, I thought you said Yankees. Yes, Yankees like baseball game. You would know the city as San Antonio. In Texas, we pronounce San it Antone. San Antonio. Okay. And uh, so went oh, down to the River Walk, yeah. which was an awesome place. It's a bunch of shops and bars and restaurants like mm-hmm. along the river, and they they dyed the river green, and they had floats going down there, and uh, with people like bagpipers and Irish dancers and stuff. And I wore my kilt, and she wore a kilt, and we pretended to be uh, from Ireland, like <laughs> some people, because I can. I could really fake an Irish accent if I really want to. So I told him that it was from County Cork and these people believed me because they didn't know who I was and they don't, you know, I'll never see these folks again. So I just faked it till I made it and spoke to these people really a bit while I was getting a Guinness. And uh, it was a great time. Like we, we had a lot of fun. So yes, I will put my, my kilt on. I have a couple of kilts, but I, I don't fit. I don't know. I kind of wear my crack around my twice, but tighten the belt. But, uh, I like doing it traditionally. Like I like having, you know, like like the Irish almost celebrated how we celebrate um, potatoes. Um, wow, it's racist. Uh, <laughs> what? No, potatoes, how we man. celebrate uh, haggis? Thanksgiving. Oh Thanksgiving. no, haggis is like, Scottish, you right? You have family over, I gotcha. and you make food, and you just you know have what they call um, what's what's a, a traditional time, like Irish crack. meal. Um, I Brack. like doing uh, shepherd's pie. I make shepherd's pie. Oh, what, what's in shepherd's pie? 
It's uh, ground lamb, mixture of ground lamb, ground beef, or you could just do straight up ground lamb. Uh, there, vegetables, there, peas, carrots. Is there potatoes yes, in there's it? Yes, obviously oh, potatoes. Oh, okay, all right. But all right. that's the same as saying that another culture only survives on fried chicken. That's You shouldn't say that. I, I didn't say that. You, you said say that. that. I mean, I'm Italian, so all I eat is pasta. No, that's also racist. And I'm also I, Polish, so I eat pierogies and, yeah, and kielbasa. <laughs> you're dumb. That's all I eat, man. <laughs> and you guys made the inflatable dartboard. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the submarine with the screen door. Oh, man, um, I'm totally getting banned now. <laughs> no, my grandmother on my mom's side, her mother was actually Polish raised by depression era russians so she was hard on me like any yeah the majority of the discipline i have in my life came from that woman like she was she loved us deeply but she was a big disciplinarian because growing up my mom being a single mother she worked four to twelve a lot so my grandmother would pick us up from school take us to her house 20 minutes away in cherry hill she would you know have us do homework we would play she would feed us dinner she would bathe us then drive us 20 minutes back to uh, Haddon Township, you know, and then stay with us or put us to bed until my mom came home. Nice. But she was a strict disciplinarian because, like I said, she was a, a Polish girl raised by her Depression-era Russian grandparents. And, uh, like, Hard times, you would man. sit when we learned to tie our shoes. Like, you yeah. sat, like, because I grew up, obviously, I have a younger brother, and um, my uh, cousin of mine who was very close to me was almost like a sister. I remember sitting and being forced to learn how to, like she would purposely put us so that I could watch them play because they're younger than me. And I had to learn to tie my shoes and I couldn't get up and go play with them outside and have fun. until I learned to successfully tie my shoes. So it was like a motivating factor. It wasn't just like, you know, Hey, you know, sit here and do this. Like, of course she showed me. It wasn't just like, put your shoe on, figure it out. Like, she taught me and then was like, okay, I've now shown you. Mm-hmm. So now it's your responsibility to learn it on your own and do it. And you will sit here and watch your brother and cousin play. And you want to go play too? Good. Tie your shoe. And once you've tied it successfully, then you can go work. And, like, I couldn't use the lawnmower at first. Like, she made me, because I, I was the oldest, uh, cut her lawn with scissors and I had to earn the right to lose, use the lawnmower. I swear to God. Man, you are so yeah. deprived. No, but it I was understand. like, at the time, I was like... This explains so much trauma <laughs> that you've had, bro. No, that's not even close, I dude. know that's not we even close. We haven't even scratched the surface. Not even, not even touched it, but I could sell so much. Yeah. Or, you know, but it was like you had to earn the right. You had to work your way up. Kind of like how yeah. it is in our line, our line of work. We're the military. Like, you know, you don't just step in... To all you listeners out there who may be on the job or maybe new on the job or thinking about being on the job, you don't step in and immediately get day shifted with weekends off and all your holidays approved. You got to earn it. You got to you got to do the grunt work. Nope. You got to earn your way, way up. Don't work that way. People. But uh, anyway, so people. I had to earn my right to use the lawnmower, you know, like I got you. cut the lawn with scissors, edge the lawn with scissors, use a flathead screwdriver to pull the weeds. You know, you want to get to use the weed whacker. Um. What else? Oh, like elbows on the table while you're eating. She used to stab us with a knife if we put our elbows on the table. You know, she would say, you know, go ahead, don't don't eat your vegetables. That's fine. I got a pot on the stove, keeping them warm. I'll, she would just replace your cold vegetables off your plate with hot ones, and you would just, you know, which probably led to a lot of my weight gain because it was a lot of that old school, you know, finish your plate, like clear your plate stuff. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, but you know, but you know, she loved us, and you know, that was just her way of of giving us discipline and teaching us. You know, mm-hmm. um, reading too was a big thing. Like you know, times tables, like just sitting there, repetitive, over and over and over and over and over. Gotcha. You know that that you know a lot of people don't get that. You know now, and it's mm-hmm. um, you know, it's probably people who listen to this being like, why the hell are they telling me that? Nah, like, people don't care. At the man. time, I thought she hated me, but as I got older, I realized what it was and what she was doing you know what yeah. I mean like and she would have like intellectual conversations with me like it wasn't until I you know got older that I realized like she Figured would ask me things yeah. and I'd be like I would think at the time like why doesn't she know this like she's older than me she should know this and I would you answer her what you thought about it yeah like she was playing dumb to get me to you know elaborate on it and talk about mm-hmm. it you know yeah. and you know she was she was putting on a front in order to encourage me to make me feel intellectual, to make me feel smart. Like, oh, I'm teaching an adult something. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. And it wasn't until, you know, obviously I got older and I realized what's going on. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Interesting. What are we going on time? I keep going on these rants and I don't know why I'm making like Random, random questions. Okay. Yeah. Here comes a real random question. Die Hard. Um, Is it a Christmas movie or not? Yes. Okay. And, uh... And, uh... Hold on. What? You sign language? Is she giving you some sign language? (laughs) (laughs) She's saying your liquid courage there. She's insinuating why Irish culture is taking over on my rants. Oh, yeah, yeah, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and there's recently they said another one too. A uh, Rambo First Blood. Yeah, Rambo First Blood was Christmas. That's movie. a Christmas movie too. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, man. Let's see here. Starting to run out of stuff. Starting to run out of stuff, man. Well, we can't. So it's impossible. So, I mean. I was telling you earlier before the podcast, as you're flipping through, that I started to get into uh, Stoic philosophy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan Holiday was recently so on Jocko's So, you're podcast. retired now. You think you're a philosopher. You know all this, all this fucking bullshit. Yeah, I know the everything. Whole wide world, yeah. man. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go, man. Lay us down some, I'm some retired drunk and I know Irish. Everything. Lay, us, lay us down some drunk drunk Irish knowledge. Well, first of all, I'm not drunk. I'm not even close. We know. We know. You, I wish you, I was. But I'll give you drinking all day. But, um, <laughs> like, uh, you can't get drunk, Carl, if you're never sober. So as long as you just stay consistently buzzed, then there's no way you can get drunk. So, mm. yeah. That's, you mm. know, figure that out better. Just be like my retired guy. No, just kidding. Just gotcha. kidding. Gotcha. Just okay, a joke. retired guy. This is humor. Wake up and you drink. So, yeah, Stoic philosophy. So I bought um, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius because it's apparently one of, like, the good step-off points. Yes, it's a book. And he wrote it, like, he didn't, apparently, according to this guy, Ryan Halliday, who's big on uh, Stoic philosophy, he's got a bunch of uh, social medias out there revolving around that. Yeah, that's a lot of those things I do follow, and I kind of share them because I think a lot of these things need to be, you know, well, they're I mean, timeless. I mean, you got to think about it. these were written thousands of years ago, and they still apply today. Like same with uh, Musashi, you know, Miramoto Musashi, mm-hmm. like the most deadliest samurai warrior in Japanese history. Right there. 
Is that who that is? Or they're it, supposed to be? Or? Well, it's it's whoever I want, pretty much. That's true. And that's, yeah. that's what the skulls are. And mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the fuckers really there. That should be... Red Cloud or Crazy Horse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sitting Bull. Mutashi. You know, a few other things coming. Yeah, through. I bought the Book of Five Rings as well with Musashi because um, I tried to read. Um, what was the other one? The big freaking. I got about a quarter of the way through. Um, just got distracted with it from that. Um, Musashi's other book. Art but, of War. No, Art of War. That's um. What's the name of the cat? Oh, my name escapes me. Sun Tzu. Sun Tzu. Thank you. I have that as well, but. So the stoic philosophies, I think, are important. Um, a lot of them being like, you know, you can't control the future. Um, one of the great ones is, is like you live in the fear of the what if, not the present. You know, like you're afraid of the what if. That's everyone. Um, yeah. And, uh, that that goes know, with the risk, risk versus reward mm-hmm. type deal. Or memento mori. You know, mm-hmm. like live for the present because everybody dies. Everyone's going to die, you know, live for the and That's present. the thing. Like if a lot of, a lot more people thought that way, would enjoy life a little bit more. Or it would cause people to gain, you know, fear. Yeah. Well, the problem fear, is, is like the biggest thing. I recently found, thanks to uh, TikTok. You TikTok? Know, yeah. TikTok's got a long, you know, it's like... <sighs> You know, another one of those Chinese owned TikTokers. They're completely influencing our children for the for the lack of a better term. Not my kids, but the you know. Oh, you you don't have TikTok at your house, but you watch TikTok. Yeah, I'm allowed to do it. They can't. <laughs> yeah, duh. It's called hypocrisy. <laughs> <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Oh, but just, like, um, you know, your kids are gonna watch this, right? Well, the one, the the junior, the 16 year old, he might watch it, but. You know, Molly. I'll, I'll, I'll put an age restriction on it. Should I do that? I mean, we didn't really. Yeah, eighteen and up. I have said. I think I said up. the MF word. Yeah. Um. Got the couple f bombs. But uh, so, um. You know, you identify with a lot of stuff. Like a lot, of, there's a lot of self help stuff out there. You got to water it down. Like it's probably 50 percent of the people. Like anybody can go on there and say, "I'm a licensed," you know wackadoo and i you know here's I'm, i can tell you what's wrong with you there's no way to verify whether they are or not you just but regardless if somebody makes a good point and you can relate to it yeah you're like wow i, think so. I relate to that you know where i can identify as that or i have found myself doing that negative action or negative thought process in my life and so it's good to fall back on these tried and true and time tested ideas such as stoic philosophy or the book of five rings Miyamoto Masashi where things of like don't be afraid of what you can't control you know you live in the fear of you know your imagination you know live for the present uh one thing is uh Jocko refers to a lot when he tells that story about he had that Vietnam um uh prisoner of war on where he talked about how you know the guy in the bunk above him would pick his feet and you know they all made a pact like we're all suffering in this together yeah so if the guy above me is picking the dead skin off his feet that the rats eat every single night you know and i choose to allow that to bother me you know, so that's one way 
to live a healthier life amongst society. You know, like um, uh, uh, road rage, or you know, the old lady pushing the the the, the shopping cart slow. Yeah. You know, at the food store. You know what bothers me when people stand in front of a doorway and just start having a conversation. <laughs> right. That bothers me. Right. But at the same time, too, I do, I, I do say, excuse me. Yeah. I'd like, you know, can yeah. I get by, please? So I fly a lot because yeah. I fly back home to Texas as often as I can. And when we land and everybody immediately stands up and, and crowds the aisles. No. Like I, I wait until it's my turn. Well, a lot of people do stand up because they want to. Right, they want to like first dibs, but the door's not even open. Well, sometimes I stand up just to get the blood flowing back in my legs because I've been sitting no, there for sit the fuck down many, until it's time for you to move. No, don't many, fucking move. Sit down. No, sit down until it's time for you to move. Want to get the blood flowing in my no, feet, but I down. mean, I stand up and I so sit back down. So what I do now I mean, is like, as long as I don't have an immediate connecting flight where I will communicate that to like you my run my row. Yeah, exactly. Because I've had to I run. Gotta run. Like I have run the entirety of like the Dallas Fort Worth airport. It's not fun. <laughs> In and in like uncomfortable shoes as well, um, but uh, unless I had like, and when I will communicate that to people, like, hey, listen, I got a connecting flight in twenty minutes. Like, as soon as we land, can I get up and, and jump you guys in the eye? And they would like, say, they'd be like, you'll get there when you get there. Yeah, most let of the time, less time, time fly. So what I do now, because I make sure that I, I don't have that rush as long as my flights aren't delayed, which is out of my yeah, control. There you go. I just sit and make sure I'm, I'm like the last person off the plane. Like I just sit. Like I don't even move. I don't even un take my AirPods out or nothing. I'll just sit back and just you know, whatever. Like let everybody do their thing. I'm like one of the last people off the plane. Like we'll clean our seats and like because if I'm like gonna, if you're gonna sit back. I'm sorry. Like that, so either speak louder either, um, or or bring. No, you just no. What's, what's frustrating the, is I can hear myself, but I forget that everybody else can hear me. I, and then, so my philosophy on that is. Yeah. I can make one of two choices. I can get angry that everybody else is standing up and flooding the aisles and acting like an idiot and slowing down the the deplaning process, or I can just choose to live in my own existence in my own life and not let their decisions affect oh, yeah, me. Yeah, bother you. Yeah. And just be like, you know, I'll get off when I get off. Mm-hmm. So, just like know, that's, that's just one of those things. That's like. Being behind a slow person on a one-way lane, I kind of just let it go, man. I used to back in the day, but then I'm like thinking, I'm like, if this person's here for a reason, they're slowing me down because if I were to be going as fast as I was going, I'd probably be in an accident. Maybe or there's something else ahead that you see what I'm saying. You're avoiding, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like predestination. So yes. that's a question I have for you. Do you do we have free will to make Oof, our I'm own choices, like, or or is everything in our life predestined no matter what that's hard like i'm on the fence with that because being a obnoxious and abhorrent i've actually kind of gotten you better are with definitely it, but ab- well angry. i am obnoxious and abhorrent, angry but i was gonna angry. say yeah asshole but i haven't finished yet you don't even know what i'm gonna say okay being a <laughs> scathing obnoxious and abhorrent atheist like it is difficult for me to sign off on free will um but at the same time there's a couple things like i i do believe that we have control of and there's other things that we don't and there's some things in fate that i believe in you know as well like you know like for instance 
um, you know, meeting Amber. Like if I didn't leave Haddon Township and move down to Atlantic City and then play in a band and then, you know, decide to move to Hamilton and then from there decide to work at the jail, you know, when I was 18 and then from there move up in the ranks, you know, then I would have gotten picked to go to Huntsville, Texas for a leadership course. And then I wouldn't have met, you know, my person. Oh, yeah. So that's like, people look at that and they're like, well, that's fate. You know, like all those things were supposed to happen. Right. There's a bunch of different decisions <clears throat> I could have made, you know, like if I didn't, if I wasn't fed up with my small town when I graduated high school, you know, and decided to move down to the, you know, the big city of Atlantic city. And, um, you know, if I had just stayed, you know, in my, in my town, you know, I, all those other things wouldn't happen. But then at the same time, you know, I'm conflicted. I'm on the fence because I'm like, no, I like, I have, I am in control of my actions. I'm in control of my decisions. You know, I'm in control of what it is that I decide to do. You know, it's, it's, things aren't predestined for me. So it's, um, it's, it's, you know, I guess it's, to me, it's kind of day to day. You know, there are some days that are going to be decided for me. And there's some days that, that aren't. Yeah. But you could always decide how you react to things. Exactly. Yes. Through the things that go on throughout your day, you have the choice on how you're going to react. Yeah. Like that person that cut you off, that is Mm -hmm. five to 10 seconds interaction. You're going to let that ruin your day. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Things like that. And people tend to dwell on it longer than what it actually is. And that's unhealthy practices. You know, you have yes. to actually make a, you know, like it's been a while since I trained jiu-jitsu because I've been, you know, since I've been back uh, from Texas. But mm-hmm. um, I found that in the times that I did consistently train jiu-jitsu, yeah. a nope. lot of the everyday, uh, yeah. you know, anxieties or... or um, or um, nuisances of life mm-hmm. or nothing because number one, I was too physically and mentally exhausted to care about it because of training jujitsu. And number two, I was like, that's fine. Like I'm just going to go play pretend murder with my friends later. And whatever thing that just bothered me, I'm going to take it out on somebody when I put them in a rear naked choke or an arm yeah, bar, yeah. you know, and, and, and deal with it that way. That was um, one of my favorite quotes from, uh, one of my favorite movies, uh, Fight Club. Like after fighting and stuff, uh, all the real world nonsense is turned down, like the noise and all that stuff. Precisely. Yeah. Most likely, that's another thing too. Is like, uh, the closer you are to death, the more you feel alive. In mm-hmm. a sense. You yeah. Know? So I've went skydiving and all that stuff, and it would uh, it was like E four. When almost. recently? No, no, no. I'm going to go again recently. Soon. That's one thing I, I wish will be going again soon. I had done before I had kids because I feel I would feel guilty. Well, I wouldn't feel anything. I'd be dead. But <laughs> I feel guilty taking the well, risk. That's the thing. Like what? what? <laughs> well, yes, it's very self. I feel guilty like, taking the, that risk, that yeah. unnecessary risk. I yeah. like. I'm a. I'm deathly afraid of heights. Like I don't do freaking ladders. We need to go rock climbing in. I just actually went into a rock climbing. You need to shut the fuck up. Like, it ain't happening. Like, I'm not fucking doing it. Like, I I don't do heights. I don't get on roofs. I don't put up Christmas lights. Go, a- go as far as you yeah, want. Yeah, I don't get on the roof to watch tornadoes. 
No, like I, I'm, I'm a gorilla, dude. Like, I, although I'm skinnier gorillas now, climb. I used gorillas to be close. Climb. No, gorillas don't. No, I used to be gorilla close to 300 climb. pounds. Gorillas are close to the earth. They stay, they stay close down on all fours. It's the monkeys <laughs> and the apes that go up in the trees and climb. Right? I'm still a gorilla at heart, even though I'm not. I don't have gorilla the weight to back it up the trees, anymore. Man. Gorillas don't King go up in trees, dude. Do we need to YouTube this? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to send you like a shit ton of videos tonight and prove you wrong. But anyway, I don't do heights. Like, And that's one of the ingrained fears that human beings have left over from like our uh So, so when you ancestors. sit in the airplane. But that, it's like that's where you got to let go. Because like <laughs> at a certain point, you get to a certain height. Like taking off and landing is the is oh, the, it's the hardest thing for me, man. The taking off and the landing part. And it's also the yeah. statistically... Best work. chance for an accident to happen. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. But once you're up in the air, like, and I've also figured out that the closer you are to the cockpit, the less you feel uh, turbulence. So do yourself a favor and pay that extra $37, $26 for the seat first, closer yeah, to the cockpit. Class. Yeah, don't sit in the back. Like, you're going to feel all the turbulence and you're going to feel <laughs> like you're going to die. I've learned that the hard way. Um, <laughs> but once you're up in the air, like, there's nothing you can do. Like, you know, yeah. if something happens, like, Whatever. Like, you're not surviving it. You know, oh, your seabed uses a flotation device. Yeah, for your carcass. But, <laughs> so, your beat. But as uh, far as, like, the heights that I can control, like, I'm, no. Like, I'm not beat. And, um, so, uh, what was my point? Oh, so the skydiving. That is one thing where I'm like, listen, we're going to get to a height, and I'm going to jump out, and either this thing's going to work or it's not. It's out of my control. That's there's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's where it was yeah, when I was right. like falling but to the But the fact earth. that I, you know, the fact that there's a there's a 50% chance it doesn't work and I die and then I take myself away from my children, like, that's yeah. one of those things I wish I had done before I had kids. I got you. You know, like, as, as well as, like, a bunch of traveling and gotcha. <laughs> whatever else. But, uh, yeah, no, but you... Being in your opportunity, you know, your position in life, like, yeah, actually, you know, check all those boxes, dude. Oh, man, absolutely. absolutely. That's what, that's but what, what was it? You said you were going to think of something about death. Like, you know, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't feel guilty because I was dead. You're going to be like, oh, that's another thing. I cut you off. Bro. Man, uh, what was he going to say? The fact that when you die, you die. Oh, uh, that's death. it. So it's a light switch. What's you don't you don't even know that you're dead. What's after? What is after death? What is after this life? Okay, let me ask you this. Go ahead. What was before you were born? What was life like before you were born? I don't know. Exactly. So you don't know. Okay. No, I got no. you. What, what, what do you perceive to be? What the, do you perceive to be? The light switch gets turned off and that's it. Okay. That's it. No there's more. Nothing. No more Dominic. No. No more Dominic. No, this is it. Everybody else so with celebrating that thought, my death. <laughs> so with that thought and process, with that thought... With that thought, so this is it. This is it. Why aren't you living your best life? You know what? why are you paying taxes? Yeah, taxation is theft. Number one. That's what yes. I'm saying. So why why yeah. are you doing all these? Because things? Because I don't want to go to prison. Because then I'll get taken away. Because you're my... institutionalized. Yeah, well, I mean, you're institutionalized. You get to a certain point in your life where you either accept that you're going to live by the constraints that are put upon you in the civilized world, in why the institutionalized world where you want to be able to uh, live with warmth and clean water, uh, eat, you know, on a consistent basis and support, you know, other lives, you know, AKA have children and reproduce. I gotcha. There are certain people in the world that are like, no, I'm just going to live 
every day, however I want and whatever happens happens. And you know, it's a lot of those people are what kept me employed for 22 years and what oh, currently keep you employed. You know, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for those people, you might not have a job. Um, so yeah, figure you, something you just, else out. you just got to figure out, you know, like, okay, I'm just going to accept the way that the standards have been on put on in front of me. Or, you know, some people have the ability they can be like, I'm going to go to another place where I have more independent freedoms. Um, and, you know, and live that way. But as far as like living life to the fullest, like, you know, that's all well and good. That's a great, you know, sign to put on the wall, like live, laugh, love. But a lot of that has to do with like your financial status. Like I think, you know, certain people would make more money or able to live life more to the fullest and other people who aren't like somebody who's on, you know, with an EBT card can't really live life to the fullest or living life, you know, however, uh, you know, they're, Every two weeks dictates. Yeah. Yeah. Slurp that coffee, man. I'm telling you, Cindy. For the record, that was Carl and not me. Well, they're not going to know if they they listen to it on Spotify. That's true, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so when you die, nothing happens. You just die. When you die, that's it. Nothing happens. Are you going to write a book or something? Are you going to leave a legacy? Where's your kids? Um, what do you think? I've thought about writing like, so I recently saw Jocko in Philly mm-hmm. and, uh, he did, um, he did Chicago, Detroit, Boston, Philly. And it was like, kind of like an extended solo podcast in a way. Yeah. And he opened it with a poem that he wrote about the war. And then he ended up quoting a, a long quote from Seth Stone and he, his poem, one thing he said resonated with me. He said, uh, something to the effect of, I wrote it down, I'm going to misquote it. What has, the, what has the war done to me or what did the war do to me? And like I wrote that down, I took notes while I was there and I was like, yeah, like I could expound on that. Like what did the job do to me? You know, like there, a lot of guys write books about the job and their experiences and they tell stories and they yeah. change the names to protect the innocent Yeah, or, you know, um, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, and I've run across people like, um, there's a former warden at the facility. Uh, I went with him to a, a warden's conference once or luncheon or whatever it was. And he was telling me stories from back when he worked in Maryland and, you know, the stuff that he did, like, you know, and I'm like, I'm just riding with this guy like up North Jersey and like he's telling me these stories and my mouth's on the floor. I'm like, sir, you got to like write a book. He goes, "Eh, I wrote a book for my kids, you know, just that they have something. I'm like, no, like you need to write a book to like publish it or Amber's father. He was a a Texas Department of Public Safety, uh, you know, the uh, DPS trooper and he was undercover narcotics Mm -hmm. and some of the stories he's told me and I'm like, like we need to write this down, you know, like we need to get this on audio. We need to get yeah. it on paper. And I don't have anywhere close to like those stories like that, but yeah. might my kids find it interesting? Maybe. Maybe, you know, because I've sheltered them a lot. and I've kept a lot of that, you know, what we do and what I've done, you know, from them. I, you know, I, <clears throat> I'm not trying to say I've done anything special or I've done anything crazy or I've yeah. experienced anything, whatever, but 
and maybe they'll find it interesting, but I think it would be interesting to, I don't think we support each other, you know, enough. You know, there's a big, there's a big movement and a push for military and, and veterans to open up to one another. You know, a lot of the points that, you know, Jocko makes is that, you know, after World War II, these guys would get on ships and they would and spend weeks at a time. Well, that was decompressing and yeah, talking decompressing and building. decompressing amongst each other, talking amongst each other, telling the stories. And, you know, and then around Vietnam, it was just, you know, boom, you're back on a plane and you're back home like one or two oh, days yeah, yeah. later with zero Absolutely. support from the public and not being able to speak to your. Well, look what happened to Vietnam. Yeah. Right, not being able to speak to your fellow comrades and you know, and and countrymen and fellow soldiers and whatever Marines and and being able to decompress and so there's a big push for that now is you know for these veterans to talk to one another and um, you know I you know I think that there needs to be an equal presence amongst first responders as well you know and that includes law enforcement, firefighters, EMS, and dispatch, too. Like, you know, people don't give enough credit to dispatchers. Like, can you imagine? Oh, absolutely. All, all the 911 calls that they receive. All you hack, all you can do is just sit there on the phone and try to make somebody feel better and reassure them or, or assist them with just your words. Oh, yeah. That's, while you listen. That's, that's tough, Like, man. there was years so ago. stress they're going through. There was a leaked 911 video on YouTube from someone in one of the towers of 9-11. And it was up until the point that the tower collapsed and you, it, the video or the audio is just audio ended with them screaming, you know, to the 911 operator until the phone cut off for obvious reasons. And I remember like, I'm like, God, I wish I never listened to that. Like that left a scar on my brain. Like it was difficult to listen to. And you got to think about like dispatchers deal with that all the time, you know? So yeah, but my point stressful. is, is like, we need to do that as well. So if I wrote poetry or short stories or even long stories with, with some kind of lesson or positive message or, you know, like even if it's a lesson learned for myself, like I, I messed up a ton in my 22 years. Like I, there's a lot I did wrong. I'm still messing up now. <laughs> I'm still I'm messing up now. Yeah. And there's, there's things that I did wrong. There's things I could have done better. Like if I put some of that down, you know, and, and if just, and, you know, I used to tell this to uh, KJ when he would work with the kids. I'm like, if you could just make an impact on one kid, that's all, that's all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. So if you could just keep one person from falling into the bottle or eating a bullet or giving up or becoming self-destructive or, you know, quitting or not taking that promotion or whatever the hell, you know, like that, that makes a difference. Yeah. And that's kind of like what I'm doing here with this, with this podcast. So this is for us, for everyone, right? you know, to come here, sit down, have yeah, a drink. Like if, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people drink like, if you want to drink, just talk, relax, enjoy yourself, hang out, get stuff out. Um, one of my biggest problems was I allowed my emotions to dictate a lot of how I reacted to things and yeah. a lot of my decisions. But that's, we're, we're emotional creatures. Right. But I've encountered people on the job that were able to regulate that yeah. and were able to control that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would always mask it with like, well, I'm just, I'm passionate. Like, no, you just have no self-control. Like you don't know how to regulate your emotions and yeah. 
when something is presented to you that you don't agree with or you find, uh, you know, to be attacking in nature, yeah. you didn't you didn't react to that properly. You know, and as much as I tried to absorb Jocko's teachings and use extreme ownership and detach, you know, detach, that's the biggest word, detach, tough, detach man. emotionally, detach emotionally, detach emotionally. Um, you know, it's difficult. It's an everyday practice. And if you don't do it, then, you know, if you don't practice that every single day, if you don't practice that kind of mindset every day, you're going to fail at it. So I know there's, peop- there's people that are going to listen to this be like, you know, like, Oh, he's expounding on all this, you know, spiritual and stoic stuff and detachment and extreme ownership. But I remember him yelling at me or I remember him saying this or I remember him reacting that way. Like, yeah, I remember that, too. And I, yeah. I that was wrong. And I messed up a lot. Yeah, man. And I reacted the wrong way a lot of times. And oh. I screamed and yelled when I shouldn't have. And I said the wrong things when I shouldn't have. And, I, you know, probably owe a ton of people and apologies. And But there's a lot of things I can't take back. But what I can do is, as I, I can look back on it, admit my mistakes, admit my failures, learn from them, and, grow and from potentially them. yeah grow from them, right? And potentially find a way to communicate that so that somebody else doesn't make my same mistake, you know? It's true, man. No, that's good, man. And that, so, that's yeah. Being so, self-aware, basically being self-aware of your actions and... Mm-hmm your emotions in that time is a key thing because that's, that's where the growth, that's the growth. That's where the growth starts. Yes. Being aware of it, being, uh, cognizant, cognizant. Yeah. Cognizant. I can't, cognizant. You know, my, my brain is, my brain is failing here. Cognizant. Yes. My brain is failing here. I did have a, a, a excruciating workout before before this i was you did or did not i did oh did good for you crushed it my my uh, trainer is killing me oh yeah i see some of the stuff you do on there on the ig like, yeah he has this one man he's gonna he has this one? video oh you had your chest on the seat of the bike and then you were and i was doing with oh your my arms God. yeah man like that looked to me i had to do 20 calories 20 calories that looked difficult but stupid at the same time. That and no disrespect to your trainer, who may or may not listen to this. He's obviously a trainer for a reason, and I'm not. Yeah, but just looking at it, I was like, man, that looks like something. If somebody was like, hey, do you want to do this? I would say, no, that looks dumb. But at the same time, I looked at it like, I was like, you know, but that's probably like an arm burn. Like his arms and shoulders probably were dying was, after man. that. Yeah. And that was the end of the workout. That was the burnout. So we do quite a few different things. But and then... At yeah. the end is the burnout, man. He's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. I'm like, so when I first started working out with this with this trainer, like he's come up with some crazy things, but it's actually been working for me. Mm. So I pretty much, hey, whatever this guy as says, as whatever he does, right. hey, man, I'm going to go do it. I don't care pretty much whatever he says now. It's like I'm going to do it, man, and I'm going to find a benefit from this. One way, shape, or form, whatever I'm going to be doing is whatever body – body part we're going to be working out that day so it's going to be it's going to be excruciating painful and suck and all that stuff and i'm going to deal with it and get through it and it's going to make me a better person from it so yes some of the stuff i've done are questionable would i do that on my own probably not but at the same time that's why you're using him because he's coming up with it right there's a reason why he came up with it yeah so no disrespect to him i'm just saying like 
if someone gave me the option, he's a mastermind. Do you want to do it or do you not want to? I would say no. But at the end, but also like, I guess in order to, uh, in, in an attempt to say I'm sorry, <laughs> like I was watching highlights of the CrossFit Games because they're going on right now. And there was one where like there was like a very long distance uh, handstand walk. Yeah. And then there was like they had to go up a ramp and then they had to like do like stop, do a handstand push up without a wall. And I'm like, okay, like I'm looking at it going, the winner of this is going to be given the title strongest man in the world. Well, there's two different ones. So there's going to be strongest one. The one I was watching was men. So the the handstand walk I was watching was men. So whoever wins this ultimately is going to be given the strongest man in the world. So it's like, okay, big deal. Like you can handstand walk the longest. Like how is that functional? Like how is that, at what point in my life am I going to come across an opportunity where I'm going to be like, man, I really wish I had worked on my handstand walks. So, you know, I'm watching it, kind of poo-pooing it, like, this is dumb. Like, why are they doing this? This doesn't make any point. But then I it's, it's a feat of detached and stepped, stood back and said, well, number one, Can I, I do couldn't it? do it. Exactly. I there can't do it. Number two, to handstand walk, stop with no wall, do a handstand push-up, and then come back up. You're like, your head has to touch the mat. Yeah. And they had to do that multiple times. Yeah. I'm like, that's still a level of difficulty. So... Yeah, you know what? That takes a lot of strength. That takes a lot of strength, upper body and core balance. strength and balance. Yes. So much going that. on in there that yeah. we just look at it and like, oh, that's kind of stupid. Yeah. Why would someone walk on their hands when you got to work your legs? <laughs> but I mean, but that's the thing, though. Do something completely different. You know what I mean? So it's pretty, pretty yeah. crazy. Challenge yeah, yourself. So put your chest push on yourself. that bike seat and use the fucking handlebars and row until you want to rip your arms off. Until I want to die. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to make me stronger <laughs> and better. <laughs> and I'm going to look funny. Exactly. People are going to laugh at it. But who cares, yeah. man? I don't give a fuck what people say or think or whatever. I only care about certain people like family members, certain friends, things like that. Yeah, that's a uh, that's, that's something. A, that's that, the biggest thing, man. That's the hardest thing. Man. That is a hard thing to overcome. And, and I get I get called out on that a lot. Like you care so much about what everybody else thinks about you. And I find myself having to quantify that and say, it's not that I care what everybody thinks about me. It's it's I care about what the people that I care about think about me. The ones that yeah. I love and respect and I want their respect as well. I care what they think about me. Um, it's not everyone. Well, it, I would say there's a certain image that I want to portray to my friends and family members. You know, being strong, capable, protective, self-sufficient, things like that. Yeah. So I do care about those things. But also, you could do that in a way where the you know the phrase the quote uh, you know be a be it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Yeah. You know, so you can look meek and mild and fragile. Yeah. But at the same time, be lethal. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, no and one needs to see. And that's that's why I portray that. Yeah. As yeah. Best I can. Like, you know, as long as you're, you know, as long as the people that you, you love and care about they know that they can rely on you and that you're capable. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's, that's what matters. But that's in my own mindset, too. That's why I keep pushing harder mm-hmm. and I keep 
doing yeah. these things to better myself and become stronger and faster and right. smarter. Like the thing we said earlier, expect to self-rescue. Absolutely. Don't rely on anyone else. Right. So, so. I don't know, man. We've been going at it for two hours and three minutes. All right. We got another 57 minutes. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're not going three hours. No, we're not Joe Rogan. We're not even close to Joe Rogan, bro. So, um, but, but, what do you got? What do you got, man? And this cup, this Viking cup. I don't even the, think it's real Viking the, uh, thing. I, I don't think they're real runes or anything like that. The, Who the knows runes what it says? on it. It Who looks cares? like it says Pepsi to me. It's been throwing me off the whole time. Like it looks like it says like probably Pepsi. says like water frog. Fish. Like no, it looks like it says Pepsi to me. It's been throwing me off the whole oh, time. Oh yeah, because that P. So you asked me before uh, when we were doing an audio check. Yeah. Um, about barbecue in Texas. So like food is you know even though I can wear a medium shirt now and fit in a size 34, 32 jeans and slip them on without unbuttoning them or unzipping them. Thank you very much. Um, Easy access. <laughs> <laughs> food is still big for me. Like, like I told you, I made, I recently made my own pasta, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. It's a lot of hard work, but it's a, it's a great result. And yeah. as far as my mother and I know, like I'm the first in uh, my family of Esposito's to make their own pasta. So I'm going to give myself a little uh, back there. That. There you go. Um, so that's fun. So food's important to me. I like cooking. I like the I like learning new recipes. I like um, figuring out how to cook, um, you know, different different stuff and different ways of cooking. Um, and a lot of that has to do with like providing. Like, Amber gets stressed out when I cook because I get very serious and I get very. Um, I get this look on my face. She thinks I'm stressed out, but it's really just a lot of focus mm-hmm. because I I it's like one of those things. There's not a lot of things in my life anymore that I have a fear of screwing up. You know, like when you're growing up and you're going through, you're playing sports, like you want to be the best so that you win. You know, you want to practice hard. You want to work hard. You want to um, put forth your best effort. Or when yeah. I was in, you know, when I was playing an instrument, you know, like I wanted to practice hard. I wanted to perform correctly. I didn't want to mm-hmm. miss my mark or, or play at the wrong time, you know, especially being a drummer. Like, you know, that's not something you can quietly do. As a drummer, if you don't come in at the right point or if you play at the wrong point, everyone's going to hear it drums are loud so it is what it is um so uh you know and then on the job you know with us being on SWAT you know like mm-hmm. you didn't you know like there were times I screwed up on SWAT like we just had one of our brothers um pass away recently and yeah. he was uh I was telling him we're like he we did a, a hotel job or a motel job where I was the breacher and it was one of my first breacher jobs and I, I, I breached and I screwed up and, and I entered first, which being, you know, a fellow breacher, you know, that's not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> and I breached and I entered first and I drew my handgun and the guy was sitting on the bed and he like reached under his thigh. And that was like one of the very few times I went from register to like point yeah. on trigger because I was like, holy shit, like this guy's reaching for something. And luckily he was just trying to stow whatever the fuck just shit his pants and he wanted to wipe his ass maybe i don't know but it turned out to be nothing but the point is is this this brother who you know was a the team leader at the time of the atl or whatever and you know recently passed um shout out to rest in power he 
could have blown me up. He could have treated me like a rookie jail guard piece of shit, and he didn't. He told me what I did wrong. He addressed it, and he had me learn from it. And yeah. he could have raked me across the coals, and he could have put me on the the back of the stack and the rear with the gear, but you know he didn't. So um, that's a, that's true leadership, though. Exactly. Yeah. So I thank him for that. And um, my point is, is like you know, so that was like you know something where you wanted to excel at. You wanted to make sure that you did well to not let anybody else down. Or just regular, you know, whatever we did on the job day to day. I really don't have that anymore. You know, so, like, I get that out of cooking. Like, I want to make sure that I make a successful, uh, delicious meal that everybody can enjoy. You know, and I've screwed it up. Like, I I tried to make beef stroganoff. You do, like, a three-hour PowerPoint Three hours of PowerPoint uh, of 15 minutes of instructional. A couple months back, I tried to make beef stroganoff from scratch, and I screwed it up. I burn it. It tastes like crap. I burnt the mushrooms, and I burnt the beef, and I burnt the noodles, and it tasted like crap, and I was was pissed. I was hot. So, um, yeah, so being able to, you know, that's something I get a lot of enjoyment out of. And, and, you know, like I said, I made my own pasta, and and that was cool. And um, you got to find that thing in your life that gives you that, that motivation that gives you that, um, that drive, you know, that gives you that happiness that gives you that structure, you know, that, that give, that gives you that joy, that, that, that kind of focus, you know, yeah. like it was, it was cool. We went, um, do you, do you watch that show on uh Fox next level chef by any chance? I don't watch regular see that? TV. I just stream stuff. Yeah. Well, you can stream it. I or guess. I, I don't know. Maybe you could. I'm not, not there are a bunch cooking. of chefs from yeah. our, our area. There was like a guy from Maryland. There was a guy from Washington Township, New Jersey. There was a girl from Pittsburgh, maybe. I think okay. she was up north. And there was another yeah. girl from uh, up north Jersey. She does in Philly now. And there was a guy who used to play on the Eagles. Like they were on the show, like the second season. Mm-hmm. And uh, they recently did a, but there was a ton of other people like from Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, there's okay. a guy from New York, a former firefighter from New York. So the firefighter from New York, the guy from Maryland, the guy from Washington Township, New Jersey, and the one girl who now lives in Philly that she was in New York, and I think North Jersey as well. Yeah. They did a benefit uh, dinner in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And we went and we got tickets. Uh, you know, you had to pay oh, for Oh, that's cool. Yeah, two plates. Yeah, we went and saw them and we got to meet them and talk to them. Like, and that was... That's awesome. Like, so that's like my, you know, like, uh, that's like my new thing I cling on to now. Like, you know, like online recipes, like, you know, bookmarking recipes and watching their videos and trying to replicate the things that they make. Like the one guy, uh, Matt Grork, he's the one, he's the teacher from Washington Township. He actually teaches at Washington Township schools and he does barbecue. Like he made a, um, uh, a mac and cheese recipe that I replicated for Easter, you know, this past Easter uh, dinner. And um, the one girl, um, she makes a lot, she's Asian, so she makes a lot of Asian dishes. So I want to like replicate, you know, her stuff. So you, you got to find that next, next thing that, you know, you find passion in that you find enjoyment in and that yeah. you want to do that keeps you um, motivated to make others happy. So that's, that's something that kind of goes into my last question here we have for you. Uh, but Jocko talks about that, of having something 
like your next mission. Next mission, right. Exactly. He says next mission. So yeah. having the next thing in your life, you know, to have purpose, fulfillment, things like that, and finding that. Because a lot of people, they retire. Some people, uh, you know, I hear them, they just pass away because they've lost all that stuff and they don't have anything to replace it. Or a lot of people go into depression or alcoholism, so on and so forth. Um, so a question I have for you, since you crossed that finish line of retirement from <laughs> from what we do or what I still do, what you used to do, um, uh, how do I word this? Um, like what's my next mission? No, I, oh. I, I don't. That's not the question. The question is, um, I have lost hope in humanity. <laughs> um, I lost hope in humanity, like my so, second day on the job. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So, like, like, have you gained that back? Do you trust people again? Is no. there is there hope out there? Or do you are you always looking over your shoulder? Are you always questioning people? I mean, I guess that's you've lived it for so many years. I mean. It's like ins- we're institutionalized, if you want to call it, or it's ingrained in us. Yeah. So I think. Um, so how do you find joy in life again? Is it so you cooking? Cooking. So one thing personally is, some may or may not know. Like I'm third generation, CEO. So like I grew up with that place. Like yeah, I was there when there was a tree in the middle of the lobby. Like, you know, like there's probably still one of my diapers in the dumpster out back. Like you know what I mean? Like. Like, I've been there forever, and then I spent my entire adult life there. Like, I grew up there. So 18. You were 18. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I started as a civilian and then did that for a year and then transferred over. But the job I did as a civilian is done by law enforcement now. So, like, you know, whatever. Absolutely. But, like, my point being is, like, I've experienced a lot of that job um, for a very long time. So it age. didn't take me long to lose faith in humanity, mm-hmm. to not be, to not want to be around people. Mm-hmm. And like, I was actually talking to Amber recently. We were talking about like, um, like, uh, what was it? We were saying like, what, what job would you want to do? Or something like a regret. And I was like, you know, like one of my regrets is like taking that job. Like, did it provide for me? Yeah. financially yes did it provide homes did it provide for my children does it give me a pension that you know the state allows me to have a, a little taste of thanks to divorce <laughs> fuck you new jersey um but at the end of the day you know like i used to be an outgoing person like i used to enjoy being around people i used yeah. to enjoy interacting with people i used to be artistic i used to be outgoing like mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, so I think in a way the job uh, makes you more aware of the dangers of society. So it, it, it gives you tools. And this goes back to what Jocko said in Philly. He's like, what has the war done to me? Yeah. And he talked about that. He talked about the negatives and the positives. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. you know, I'll say that. So there are some positives the job's given me. It's given me skills that the everyday citizen doesn't have. It's given me awareness that the everyday citizen doesn't have that's probably kept me out of danger and kept my family out of danger and given me more of a, you know, an, a positive outlook. It's given yeah. me opportunities 
It's given me health care. You know, like I had a major health scare a year ago that, you know, like if I didn't have health insurance would have killed me. And I had great health insurance from the state that I was able to be in the hospital and get surgeries and be repaired and, you know, be better off for it. So um, it's given me, you know, experiences and stories and, you know, and, and, and tools in my toolkit, you know, as an adult male that not everybody gets. But it's also done things that's taken away from me. Like, you know, again, you don't you have any faith in humanity. You know, you 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 know you, you gotta sit with your back to the door. Or not uh your your back to the wall, facing the door, excuse me. Um, you know, you don't like crowds, you know, you oh, don't yeah. like being around a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. you know, you automatically assume the worst in everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's things like that. So so I'll say, you know, when you retire, uh, when you're approaching retirement, you got to have a plan. You can't yeah, just you, wake up one day and be like, okay, you I'm know done. what? I'm done. Put my paperwork in. Yeah, you have to have way. a plan. Then you have to have a backup plan because, because yeah. everyone has a plan until they're punched in the mouth. Yep. And Mike Tyson, quote unquote, potentially, something like that. Um, everyone. All. All. Everyone yeah. said that. <laughs> no, yeah. So you got to have a plan. You got to have a backup plan. And um, I think, you know, and so like Amber's father, you know, like he, like I said, he was DPS trooper, undercover narcotics for years. I mean, the, the stuff this guy did, like he pretended yeah. to be a biker and, you know, was, you know, running drugs and he was involved in, you know, the cartels and all this craziness. Like he survived all this stuff. And when he retired, like, you know, I don't know the exact time period. I'm probably going to get it wrong, but there was a period yeah. of time close to his retirement. He was just on his boat bass fishing and he had a heart attack. Like, I mean, you don't get more relaxed than bass fishing, right? Like you're sitting on a you know boat on the river, just chilling, hyper, throwing hyper. a line out, reeling it in. And he had a heart attack. Like, and that's, that's known in a, three months. Yeah. Three months retired. Yeah, man. 30 years, three months retired. He has a heart attack. Yeah, man. And that's, uh, there was uh, there was other guys that have retired from our department that have fallen into the same thing. They've yeah, had heart, heart attacks or they've died. You Absolutely. Know? So it's because your body's going at like you know 100 miles an hour, and then it's and just one day, zero. It's just, boom, that's it. That's it. And that's what I mean. Where you have to have a plan. Like you have to have a plan. You have to have a new mission. You have to have something to jump into, or else your body is not going to be able to transition into yeah. that. Your mind isn't going to be able to transition into that. Mm -hmm. You're going to go stir crazy. Yeah. You know, you have to, for the longest time, and what we do, we contribute to society, whether we like it or not. Even in the field that we specifically work, where you work in and I worked in, we still contribute to the community in some way, shape, or form. So you still, you know, whether it be volunteer work or whatever it may be, like you still got to find that next um, mission. And Whatever that may be, and this is to answer your question, you got to try to find a way to make that positive. Oh, yeah. So that you can rekindle and rebuild those things that the job did to you that was negative. And so, I, you know, I told you before we started the podcast, I got hired and signed on with a private security company who's going, who I will be doing armed security for schools. And, you know, when I retired, you know, the last job I wanted to do, I, I didn't want to be 
uh, you know, law enforcement anymore. I didn't want to be the bad guy. I didn't want to tell people what they can and can't do. You know, I didn't want to, you know, impose my will on anybody anymore. But the one thing that I liked about this, this job in particular was as I had an opportunity to work with, work, you know, be alongside and influence youth, you know? So for the longest time, it was like, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Enforce the rules. You know, the majority of what we say every day is no, 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 no. It's very, very rare. We say yes. And in our line of work, we like, we don't, get the cat out of the tree or get the old lady's purse back or find the missing child. It's just a lot of negativity. So hundred percent in this, the reason why I, you know, pursued this next line of work and, you know, accepted an opportunity with this company is because I had an opportunity to do something positive, you know, influence youth. You know, I have children along the same age as the kids that I'm going to be working with, you know, so I can kind of instill, a lot of that, you know, lessons with them. You know, there might be kids out there that don't have good parental figures or, you know, whatever, or need a good father figure or something like that, you know. And at the same time, I'm going to be actively trying to stop one of the worst things that are going on in our country right now, which is our schools being soft targets. Yes. You know, which which is easily fixable. It's very easily fixable, but having powers to be law enforcement military members and and the government don't want to put forth the money to do that um it's crazy so in order to rekindle those things that we've lost over the years in the job you need to in your next chapter in life actively pursue something that's going to give you that faith again Mm -hmm. you know like everything's not going to be fixed. I'm never going to sit with my back to the door ever again. Like that's just is what it is. I'm going to, you know, I think it's the Marines. I'm probably going to screw it up. It's like, uh, um, treat everybody with respect, but have a plan to kill everyone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, everyone you yeah. meet, everyone yeah. you meet, like okay. that's just going to be the way we, you know, we are, you know, until our dying day, it's just something that we've learned. But I'll be able to learn once again to be comfortable in crowds and to not want to avoid going to parties or avoid meeting new people or automatically assuming the worst in someone. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you know, it's those things that, you know, when you retire, even before you retire, like, you know, hopefully I'm starting to think about that now. Yeah, no, yeah, I right, like, exactly. I got like, like six years. I got like six years to go, man. But I'm, I'm starting yeah, to think that now. Yeah, the sooner that you can fix that, transition into that mode, man, and slowly but surely, you know, get there. You know, time, time is just flying by so fast, man. So, don't well, think about yeah, that. I hope five years does fly by fast. Yeah. Yeah, man. So that's well, my very long-winded answer to your. That's good though. Short question. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, man. That's what I like to hear. So, we're going to wrap it up on that. We're going to end it on a good note like that. And I want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. No, thank here. you for having me on. I, I also want to say is that when I had this idea, you were the first one I was talking to about this. Mm-hmm. Remember? Because yep. we listened to Jocko, and Jocko said, yep. create your own podcast. And I thought about it, and here I did. And here it is, man. Here it is. Boom. It's a work in progress. No, I think you're beyond the the work in progress. I think you are progressing. Like oh, yeah, you've yeah. already, um, you've got it down pat. You've got it nailed. 
I mean, you went from just putting it out there and putting random episodes on YouTube and now yeah, you're on Spotify, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. you you have, we, I can't remember if we talked about it one air or not, but you have listeners around the world. So, you, yeah. you know, you're technically yeah, worldwide. And, uh, no, I think you're doing really good. So, you know, we joked around earlier and said like, you know, there's like five people listening to this and two of them are in this room right now. And the Absolutely. other one's on a video call. <laughs> so, you know, it's the other guy from Uganda and the one she, from the Netherlands. She's on a video call too. Yeah. And, um, but I think, uh, yeah, you're beyond work in progress and you are yeah, progressing. So just keep progressing. Guys. Like, yeah. Keep moving forward. Yeah. Man. But I, you know what? And I want to say about your show, like, you know, thank you for having me on. I don't care what you think how minuscule it is or, mm. or whatever you do. I don't want you to downplay it. I want you to be positive about it. I want you to act like it's, it's, it's as important and as popular as Joe Rogan experience. Oh or, yeah. I'm or the Jocko. East coast Joe Rogan. And I like that <laughs> you are going other places, mm-hmm. interviewing other people. Oh yeah. And you, you stepped out of the range. Cause in the beginning it was just like, you know, your friends people and coworkers. Who- you know, like co-workers. you are branching out and I yeah. think you need to continue to do that. I am. And I think you need to have more, um, uh, confidence in yourself and yeah. just shoot your shot and reach out to like just everybody and anybody. Cause I mean, and, you know, that's what it, yeah. Yeah. That's and what I'm I, doing. And give yourself the opportunity. I think even when you travel, you should look into doing a remote podcast too mm-hmm. with local people that, you know, cause you, you mentioned earlier about traveling, you know, this coming year, I think you should try to find an opportunity to remote podcast with somebody and, uh, you know, yeah, make the I'm, most, I'm of still it. working all those things out. So yep. yeah, those, so those are definitely things. Don't rely on the, the same local yokels or, you know, inflated ego dumbasses like me who think they got it all figured out, you know? You were you were inflated. Now I think you're deflated. <laughs> a little <laughs> yeah, bit deflated about <laughs> yeah, a little that's over what hundred pounds. Yeah, <laughs> so fucking yeah. popped your bubble. Yeah, physically let that, deflated. Let all that hot air out. That yeah, you had. <laughs> yeah this, this is true. Oh um, man. Yeah, so I can't wait to be back on with Ill I'd love Will to have from you the back on again. We'll man. have a whole fucking you know Italian you know podcast. Absolutely, man. Serve some vino. You know, maybe I'll make some fresh pasta and bring it over and. Uh, yeah, man. We'll do that, but thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Oh, 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 uh, oh. Our third. This is our, our, this our ghost is guest over there. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to schedule it around the next yeah. time the, the Texan comes up. Yeah, absolutely. Invades yeah. Uh, Yankeeville. Yeah, she can. Whenever. Whenever. Whenever that works, man. We'll make it work. All that stuff. So I want to say thank you to the crowd out there. If you guys enjoyed this, enjoyed this episode. Let me know. Write it down. Write down. Comment below. Hopefully, you got something out of this uh, from a man that finished the, you know, finished the race and is on to his next race in life. There, and um, yeah, man. If you want to be on a show, reach out to Dom. Reach out to me. Anybody is anyone and everyone is willing to come on the show, man. Definitely love to have you on. Hear your story and all that stuff, man. And just chill. Have a good old time. And that's pretty much it, man. So hopefully you guys have a great day. Thank you very much. Sounds good.